What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Cast. I'm Tim Geddes. This is the new face of video games. Blessing at Aoya Jr. Tim Geddes. How you doing? Have you ever, like, hopped into a game, like a quick match mm-hmm. of, say, Apex Legends, thinking that, like, I got a thing I got to do soon, and so I'm going to play a quick match. I'm going to drop spicy. And then you drop spicy and you live. Thinking that you're gonna die, <laughs> I just had one of those moments where, like, right before the show, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go do games cast, and so I drop super spicy, thinking that like it's gonna, it's gonna be like a, a two minute game, right? I'm gonna drop, you know, get kills, gonna be fun. I made it out, made it out powerful, had all the weapons, had all the armor, hell yeah. And it was one of those ones where I was like, oh crap, I still gotta go though, and so I had to, I had to quickly die. Oh, you just said, oh damn. Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> I thought it was gonna have a more fun story. No, no, I just, I'm just saying, I just didn't want to delay this, this show 15 minutes because I was mm. about to, I was thinking about it, but for I that win, for that, we would, yeah, dude? we would have done mm. it for you. We don't mind. Yeah. Next Simon. It would have been, been fine. The former informer himself, Imran Khan. Howdy. I love the idea of trolling people by like helping them in games so they have to stay longer because they can't leave. I like that. That's the worst. Like that. <laughs> was That's it you I was playing with? Like, it's, like, it's like the only time where like my teammates were gods. I was like, are you guys for real about to heal me again right now when I'm trying to die? <laughs> I love it. I love it. And one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. I'm back, baby. Fresh out of Dice. Yeah. Hosting the Dice Awards for That's the right. third year? Uh, fourth. Fourth year, yeah, yeah, it's wow. gone, it's gone so fast. Some of those awards were baffling to me when I read them out. Which what ones? The Goose All Games. The Goose games? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a fine game. My favorite wow. was watching the Twitch chat and Twitter melt down about it, and they're like, "These people who vote on these are idiots." I'm like, "These are the people who make your games. Yeah. <laughs> these are them voting on their peers. They think it's the best." What do you want? What, what was that like being there though? Like, what was the vibe like? Because like from home, it was a shitstorm of like, "Are they fucking serious?" Oh no, everybody. The, I mean, like when Untitled Goose Game won Game of the Year, the place went crazy. Like the play, they were also happy that it won. They thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Oh man. No, and it, I know. This <laughs> Don't is gonna, let your memes be dreams. It's, this is going to be hard to believe, but no one in that room gave a shit what the internet. Thought. <laughs> 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 None of the people who made your games were on Twitter or on Twitch, being like, "Yo, man, they're mi- they're pissed." <laughs> it's like that thing with the two like fists, like holding hands of like irony poisoning and mm-hmm. unironically loving something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's goose game. That's how the goose game right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You gotta love yeah, when it got when it won the loose when it won what character or an achievement in character. Yeah, like, everybody was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I knew." I this is the first year where I knew winners ahead of time. Oh like, yeah. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> You're mad now. Talk to me in an hour. <laughs> also, oh. I'm so not used to having a watch. I, for the watch bit, I looked at the fake watch wrist. I always do when this is the real watch. <laughs> there you go. Matter. There we go. Now, Ladies if you'll excuse me, I'm getting back to looking at my Halo achievements. Yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how many Halos I've played and what Halos I've played. Uh-huh. Okay. Where are you at with that? It looks like I've played Halo 3, Halo 5, Halo 4. And then I have Halo Master Chief Collection trophies, but something's telling me. Oh, there's two. That might be real. No, yeah, I think it's not actually. I bet that that's something you did when we did like a let's play or some shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They but no one though. Halo Five or three, five, four is a weird order, but sure. Yeah, okay, well, it's because I had my tabs open that okay. way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say yes because we had a long conversation. Well, that's interesting. I thought I remember playing Reach and ODST. I don't hmm. think I've ever switched my. Uh, hmm. Could I, in those days could I have played locally on somebody else's and not logged in? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I did. Yeah. So Thursday. You're going to start the fight. Exactly. Mr. Uh, shirtless Master Chief himself, Greg Miller. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're starting our first full playthrough for Kind of Funny of 2020, and it'll be my first playthrough of Halo Combat, Combat Evolved. Evolved. Yeah, you're going to be my, you're gonna be my wingman, right? You're going to be your wingman, dude. And we got Jack and Alfredo from Achievement Hunter waiting in the wings to mm-hmm. shower us with Xbox stuff and nuggets. All them nugs. Yeah. Some sweet, sweet nugs. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. I'm very excited. Old game. You know what I mean? The shooters have evolved. Yes. Combat has evolved even Whoa. further than it was I'll tell you, I, I played... Halo, like the first Halo, like the campaign for the first time, literally last year, and I was actually pretty impressed. It's it's impressive. Yeah, I was like, this. this I'm eight stoked, is pretty man. well. It's been, it's been way too long. 
way too long. But anyway, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. We just spent the last couple weeks doing the most iconic games of every console generation for Sega, or not for Sega, that's the one we didn't do, <laughs> for Nintendo and Xbox and uh, PlayStation. Because uh, I, 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 I had Sega on the mind. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, if we were to do that, I don't know no, the team le- for that. I legit thought about it. I was like, mm. what if we did do this? the iconic Saturn Sega. games and Dreamcast and mm. Genesis? It could be fun. Maybe I could show day. up on that one. I, Maybe one Get me and Levi Buchanan in there. We'll do it for you. Could you who? Levi Buchanan. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you, what's up with you and Saturn? I don't remember that. I had a Saturn. Wow. I was a Sega kid blindly for forever yeah. until until the Saturn, that's what broke me. And then when they brought a Dreamcast, I was like, I cannot. Not today. I cannot support Would you today. be able to be I love, a- I love that Blessing on the, the lunch ride was talking about playing Sonic Adventure yeah. 2 no, pretty I much for the first time, right? Yeah, I pl- uh, pretty much, yeah, for the first time. I, ha- I was on sale on Xbox last night and it was like five bucks and I was like, I'll, I'll play Sonic Adventure 2 for five bucks. And he was like, he's like, wait, is this supposed to be one of the good ones? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Tim, yeah I, on the car ride, I was like, Tim, is Sonic Adventure 2 good? Because it playing it, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, whenever people insult Sonic games, this must be the one that they starts. played. Because no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's a, of the 3D Sonic games, that's one of the more well-loved ones. Oh, that's it's, crazy it's definitely one of the most loved. The yes. Adventure series is the most loved 3D yes. games. That's crazy. Because yeah. Sonic Heroes most is Most loved and good. Different things. Different <laughs> things. Okay, okay. I can see that. Yes. I can understand. Because I, yes. I can understand this being like your first 3D Sonic and then falling in love with it. But as far as like the goodness of it, I'm like, dude, every other 3D Sonic game I've played is better than this one. It mm-hmm. was actually an attempt to get right the, ro- or right the wrongs of Sonic Adventure 1. Yeah. Of like, we're going to make this more level-based. We're going to actually put more story in. And that's what uh, people wanted at the time. And now you go back to it, it's like, what yeah, the fuck is I, all this I stuff? Yeah, because I of Sonic Adventure 1 and I already knew that was like not good but I had the idea in my head that like oh yeah people love Sonic Adventure 2 so I'm gonna play it and start playing it I was like oh this Keep this ain't the one chief at the time all this stuff was amazing and revolutionary oh yeah yeah well I was also telling Tim that I played Sonic Adventure 1 at the demo kiosk of like Best Buy or whatever on the Dreamcast and I was like I remember being a kid and being like this is the future. This Whales. is the future. Yeah, the future Whales. goes fast. Yeah, yeah. It goes fast. Um, you can get the show ad-free and get the exclusive post show by going to patreon.com slash games. That's a lot of fun. And uh, there's a lot of people having a lot of fun. These Patreon producers. Let me tell you all about them. James Davis, David Mintel, Mohammed Mohammed, the nanobiologist Frank Furter, Talia Floyd, Jesus Barrio, Eamon Martin, William A. Nance, Billy Laporta, Michael Bradley, Robin Wyland, Tom Bach, Jordan Luck, Julian Grudadaria, Max A. Blair, Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks himself, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Trent Berry, Jacob Pleak third, Thomas J. Meehan, Sancho West, Sean I., Evan May, Stephen Insler, Elliot Kosh, David Norwich, Ben Woth, Adam Bankhurst, Evan Ballard, Keith Lewis, James Hastings, Quade Burnett, Casey Kern, Luke Pattinson, Travis Ray, and Joseph O. Youssef. Thank you, guys. For all the support. You're fantastic. You're amazing. You're great people. Whoop, 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 whoop. Before we get to the topic, Greg, going back to Halo a bit. Hey, how you doing? Where's your head at going into Halo 1 for the first I'm time? i shoot some stuff. Yeah. I know those little purple triangle dudes are going to run at me. The grunts? Like, I fucking hate them. Just shoot them. You know what I mean? Hate them and shoot yeah. them. You're about to be introduced to one of the, the greatest weapons in video game history, which is just the pistol, pistol. from Halo 1. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. You it's only Halo 1. It's exclusive to Halo 1. Oh, wow. Okay. Being good. Is this one of the ones I got to charge up? Mm-mm. I hate charging no. weapons. Those, that's, that's always a big a, thing about it. When do you get the sword? Swords and two? Yeah. Swords and two, baby. I always see that sword, and I'm like, it looks like a cool yeah, sword. It's a dope sword. The sword might be making an appearance. 
We have it. Stream. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, today's topic, we are doing bets and predictions for the entirety of the next generation. That's a big. It's a big a old big, yeah. topic. A couple of weeks ago, we did uh, bets and predictions for 2020. This is different. This is it. We're, we're looking at PS5. We're looking at the Xbox Series X and the series in general. You know what I mean? Whatever the hell Nintendo sure, sure, got sure. going on. It's going to be oh. a fun time. As if you want. If okay. you want. Hey, we're all here. Because I thought about it. I was like, well, let me just stick it to Xbox and PlayStation. But mm-hmm. in that case, I might think about the Switch 2. The Switch 2? Yeah. Or Switch oh, oh, what, oh, start giving two. away your gold. Yeah, no, buddy. I mean, are we, talk, are we talking about the next generation? It, it's up to you. We're You're talking about, about what's going to happen in this generation the of next, video this games. The next generation. seven to eight years of video games. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Right. But before we get into like our, our normal go around the table, everybody throw some shit out there stuff, I feel like there's a couple top-level things that I want to ask for us to kind of take our bets on. This is our personal bets. Some of this stuff might be updated from things we even predicted a couple weeks ago because things change. Information mm-hmm. changes. You know what I mean, Greg? I do. Yes. There's always new information. So specifically, top-level stuff for the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Let's start with PlayStation 5. When? Will the PlayStation 5 be revealed? Oh. Mm. Revealed. Revealed. We were all guessing maybe February. It got too close to February. No, you some say of we us, all. Some <laughs> of us were, you know, taking that back. Some of us you. lost some you. pizza bets. Okay? This is me. You said this, right? This I is all you? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was all of us last year, and then it got too close to February, and everyone's like, oh, it's not happening in February. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm surprised. It's... We all predicted February because February is a good month for it. Mm-hmm. And they did it with the PS4, and now we're just kind of moving past that. Like, maybe March, maybe? We'll see. Because that's the thing, man. They're not at E3. They're not. I doubt they're going to want to do it during E3. No, no way. Right? It's got to be before E3. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to say May. May. Because we've talked about this before on PS4. How, green, on how green a sand are you getting, though? So, May. Oh, do we want to get, do we get, wanna get hey, really man, specific? Let's get fucking spicy, all right? I'm going to throw my first bet out there. It will be a Tuesday. (laughs) Okay? Okay. I'll dial that in. I'll dial that in. But I'm just letting everyone know I think it'll be a Tuesday. Okay. That's where we're starting. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. What an episode you guys are in for. (laughs) 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 Going around the table, does anyone think it's not May? I think June. You guys say it has wow. to be before E3. I don't think... Well, let's define what reveal is. Because mm-hmm. I think they drop a video of YouTube with, like, this is the PS5. Here's a couple of like, small clips of, like, Alwai running down the field or whatever. And, like, that's what all we see. And it'll say, see you in June. And then... So be- more of a Nintendo Switch type approach. Yes. Where it's like, hey, here's a video. But then there was that January event later. Yeah, a couple of, like, uh, nice camera, like, pans around things. Then before the week before E3, before Microsoft gets on the stage and says their thing... Here's all the games we've got. Here's a new Capcom game. Here's a new Sony game. Whatever. All that stuff. That's how they reveal this thing, by stealing Thunder and showing that they're the ones that are in charge of the industry. So, okay, let's take it a step back then. Mm -hmm. Taking bets here. Will there be a PlayStation 5 event? Yes. When you say event, what do you mean? Like, reveal event where there is some form of... Because I don't think there's going to be a conference. I think what it's going to be is a state of play... But then press go down, similar to what, the, what happened with The Last of Us Part 2, where press go down and get to have actual hands-on with it. But then after the, the state of play, get to actually talk about their impressions and, and put those articles out there. To define event, then, I'll say with the release date and price. That, I think, is going to occur in June. Because it worked out well for them for the, with the PS4 to have that thing around E3 where everyone else gets to reveal their own games too and create a big like picture, a narrative for what that next system is going to be. And for Sony that year, it was like, 
we have Kingdom Hearts, we got Final Fantasy, we got all that shit that you want to see. Here, like, go ahead and start. We open the pre-orders right now. Go ahead. We'll look at the numbers later. Like that, I think is going to be their main thrust. But I think they're going to show a thing before that of just like dramatic angles and a couple mm-hmm. of small clips. Hmm. Just the, the corners of the console. They yeah. will definitely do the dramatic angles, but it will be teasing an event in. I mean, maybe it'll just, and I don't know. Maybe it's just a graphic like they've done, but it'll be an event in May. I think you don't do it during E3. You don't want to get too close to E3. You want everybody living in your shadow. But you want it close enough to E3 that all your partners who are making games and getting ready to show there are down to show shit on your stage. Yeah. Also, you're the big dick swing, and it's a huge deal, PlayStation 5. Like, It's more than a normal Sony press conference, right? And I do think... I know we've gone back and forth on this on yeah. the shows before. I do think it's a traditional press conference. I do think it is a stage presentation. They're at the Shrine Auditorium. They're at... Uh, New York theater. Yeah, well, yeah, they're at their place. The PlayStation, <laughs> yeah. the PlayStation yeah. concert hall. We've said years. Do something there. Do something there. Like they're there. Um, and I think it is. Uh, hey, you're all there. Come see it. And afterwards, the press goes. Yeah, I think it's live stream. Afterwards, the press goes and plays whatever tinkers with stuff somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think by A3 they will need to have PlayStation Four or PlayStation Five controllers. On the show floor for third parties to have demos that's for a, games. That's, that's a great a point. point. That's a great point. So they need on. to have things revealed by then, at the latest. Mm, mm, mm. That's a really great point. Fuck. Tuesday, May 12th. I'm locking down. I could believe that for the initial thing. For what they're, this is the PlayStation 5. Do, 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 do. Here's the logo. Here's the, all that stuff. I think the. That will then say. We'll s- or further details or price and release it or whatever in one month. Mm-hmm. And then when do you think that would be? During E3? Before E3. The week before E3. Oh, it's like early June. Yes. It's like the, I, week, the second. The week of the second. Or be, the week of the first one. Before Phil Spencer gets on a stage, and when they have, by that point, I'm sure they will have a decent idea of how much the Xbox will cost. They will have a, their own pricing and date announcement. Okay, so I'm putting Tuesday, May 12th. Imran's the week before E3. Yeah. Put me down for Tuesday, May 19th. I love you. Yeah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and I'm saying I think it's going to be a stream. Like, a state of state play. State of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to put that down. A stream. Actually, actually when's Judges Week usually? Because uh, I don't think they would do it during that. The month before E3 usually. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. it's May. Do we know what week it usually happens? Because I don't want to conflict but, with that. I mean, I should know that. Isn't Judges Week not happening? Ooh! Because Jeff Keighley usually organizes it. Yeah, Jeff Keighley. Oh, that's true. Keighley, but they would still do it, right? They would just have somebody else organize it. I mean, I mean the... Jeff always organizes it. So oh. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so. Really? You I don't mean, think Judges Week is going to happen? Third Last... parties like it, but if no one's organized it, then last year May thirteenth that that week yeah. was uh, Judges okay. Week. Let me give you the year before that. Last. Uh... Oh, no, this exact same week uh, the year before, the 14th. I'm going off the okay. Monday. I mean, granted, Judges then, Week has gotten a little weird over the last couple of years of, like, people just kind of pull out, and it's... I'm going to stick like, to May One before that was 15th, so it's yeah. always that middle week gotcha. of the month. Yeah, May 19th that I'm going to stick to. So you're going... So right is now... That, is, in your head, is that the week of or the week after? The week after. Gotcha. Judges, okay, Judges so you're week. saying it's the week of the 11th. Yeah, that would... That I would got change. Tuesday, May 12th. The week of the 18th. Imran's the week before E3. Bless is Tuesday, May 19th with a state of play. Yep. What did you say? Uh, Tuesday, May 12th. I can see all of those as plausible, honestly. That's the thing. Is like, I think they're all plausible. 
I don't have the balls to say whether it'll be a conference or a state of play. No, you Make, it's a bad. I, do something. I think it's a conference for sure. Yeah. Like even Nintendo did a conference. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going with conference. We shall hmm. see. I think it's going to be a conference, and I think they're going to say we're going to give a thousand seats away to PlayStation fans. Hmm. Like the biggest PlayStation. What if they even use that conference? You want to put that as a bet? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> but like, that's a great way to get like a big pop from the audience and say anything. Like, yeah. holy shit, it's Knack Three PSX style. Yeah, yeah. And people lose their mind for Knack Three. They start bowing. He's our god. Is he? Do <laughs> I have to acknowledge him as god? <laughs> I'm saying week of the 11th, which would May 11th. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. May. I, I've been May for a while now. I think it's part of ju- what. See, that's what's fucked up is I think it's part of Judges Week, but Judges Week is gone, so it's its own thing now. That would actually be like a great opportunity for them with you Judges think Week being How gone. great of an idea. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we have all the judges, the E3 judges in one area, right? The the heads of state from yeah. all these different sites. No, Why wouldn't you want them all to be. Why would there? they care about that, though? Because wouldn't they just fly them out no matter what, anyways? Sure, but think about, like, again, to the. And I'm not even trying to, like, because we go to Judges Week, obviously. So I'm not trying to say, like, oh, pat us on the back, but, like, I think it's harder to get Andy McNamara somewhere than it is a reporter from Game Informer, right? Like, right. for the PS5 launch, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but again, if they're already there, you also have the fact, and I, you could tell, you definitely know this better than I do. Andy McNamara doesn't write that much anymore, so he, he does not. He would still bring. That's a why press I was person. there last week. We'll f- to write for him, basically. Yeah, he would bring because uh, he sucks, right? <laughs> Andy Mac- no, we love you, Andy. We love you. Uh, I think, no, regardless of Andy McNamara being there, <laughs> this is just all in Andy McNamara. <laughs> I think Fuck everyone would, else. I think it would be the <laughs> idea that you would there. there'd be Game Informer reporters there, but you'd also have. Andy McNamara there. You'd also have, even if Jeff Gersman's going to send somebody else to cover it, he'd be there. Right. I think there's part of that. You want the heads of state, the people who are in charge of all the sites, to be there on top of their normal staff that I'm sure you're extending invites to, too. And I feel like it could easily come in and fill a spot of, like, what Destiny 2's reveal was, what Call of Duty's reveal is, where we go to that stupid airplane hangar, and, <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? Where it's like, we're doing an off-site big thing that, both of those events, right, were off-site big things that were streamed to the general public and somehow had been timed with Judges Week and they w- right. worked out that mm. way. But I mean, the fact that Jeff's not going anymore and I've heard nothing about then what does that do to Judges Week? I don't know. If there is no Judges Week, like if Sony made a replacement that's just about PS5, it's like, okay, here's the day you spend with the Horizon devs and the yeah. day you spend with like Media Oh my God. Like that would be insane. That's too That's not Sony at all, but that would be like a, such an amazing way to introduce that thing of like every outlet in the world would suddenly have an amazing, or not in the world, but like Every major outlet would have a PS5 spread the second they're ready to announce it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Greg, what do you what do you got there? Okay, so I'm saying, yeah, I think it's Thursday, May 14th, the final day of Judges. What would have been Judges Week? Because mm. that's where the Destiny thing was, right? And that's what, definitely where one of the Call of Duties. I remember. I, th- I thought I remember those being the big like end caps to it. One of the last year's college today was a bit earlier in the week, but yeah. Shit, fuck. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm locking it in. Locking it wow, in. Wow, right. am I? Hold on. <laughs> Let me look at a When does Call of Duty usually reveal? And when it reveals, it's yeah. usually like a month after Judges Week. So, not a month after, like right before E3. Yeah. All right. Having the reveal at a PS5 event would be pretty cool. And not, yeah. not on. Because the last Call of Duty was revealed with the. Or last generation with the Xbox event. Because well, it was the dog. I'm dog thinking, dog would You're they right. want to reveal. After the consoles are already revealed, like new consoles, because the next Call of Duty is obviously going to be on the next gen consoles. Yeah. They're not going to reveal. And I know that's more so. That's more so dictated by like Call of Duty isn't going to 
make Sony or Microsoft move when they announce their consoles. Yeah. But but also, this one has been weird. Like, we already have announcements of Xbox Series X and PS5 games. Mm-hmm. Like, there was that thing That's at the point. Game Awards. It was like, this point. game's on PS5, too. Yeah, and we know we know that, we know know that the details of, like, ray tracing and SSD and, like, stuff that they can mention in the Call of Duty reveal yeah. regarding the new consoles. Yeah. yeah. The secrecy is less now, which is good in a lot of ways, but also really confusing for... Yeah. Where are we at, Craig? What's, where's this thought process going? Destiny 2 reveal was Thursday, June 6th. Wait, no, that's not right. Was that? That can't be right. We were there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the next chapter of Destiny 2. It's always so hard to fucking yeah. find the old, these kind of things where you're like, I need the reveal. And everybody's like, I don't know what the fuck yeah. that is anymore. Well, he thinks about that. I'm moving on to the next one. No, no, no. Let's lock it in. Let's, <laughs> I don't want to jumble it all up. So, <laughs> Shit, fuck. You got Thursday, May 14th right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, let's move it to Wednesday, May 13th. Wednesday, May 13th. All right, you guys are all going hard in May, but... Hey, man, we'll see who wins. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> the fun thing. Somebody's got to lose. That's how it works, right? When will the Xbox Series X be revealed? And by revealed, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Three. Sunday, we're, we're getting three. a date. We're getting, Sunday, uh, we're getting a thing. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a slam dunk. They have that show to the, basically to themselves now. They might yeah. as well, like, go big and go hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PS5 <laughs> took, like, 10 minutes. This yeah. one, like, <laughs> like, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> when will the PS5 be released? I went into the annals of history here mm-hmm. as I did for this PlayStation 4 reveal event mm-hmm. that you're all hung up on right remember of course play, or the PlayStation 4 reveal event was on a Wednesday you were all hung mm. up on Tuesdays so mm-hmm. that's why I defaulted mm. back to that Wednesday the Tuesday just feels right to me okay cool whatever they don't want to compete with all those new games though you know what I mean things are different you're also right. you wait too long in May you're up against a Fast and Furious Crossroads or whatever so PlayStation 5 release date I'm saying November 13th 2020 which is a Friday yep I think it'll also be a Friday uh huh what I'm do also, you think? I'm going November 20th, that Friday. Yeah. I was leaning towards the 13th originally. Yeah. I'm going he- earlier, November 6th. I think they made that decision by now. And I think they're thinking, okay, what if production problems cause a thing with coronavirus or whatever? And they have to get another shipment out before Black Friday. That gives them two weeks to do so. The less time they have between, or between that and Black Friday, the worse it is for them. Plus. I already said 20, 20th, but the only, only reason I'm going off of that is from history. Like last, I feel like last time for PS4 and Xbox, right? It was PS4 last time around was November fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Fifteenth, okay. And then and Xbox was the week before, week the after. week after, the week after. November so I have, I have them flipped in my head actually. Okay. Yeah. In that case. Meanwhile, PS3 released on November seventeenth, two thousand six. Xbox three sixty November twenty second, two thousand five. I'm I'm my uh, thing is this. I think it's going to be PlayStation five November thirteenth. Their traditional release window, right? And I think Xbox usurps them and goes with the sixth. I think Xbox oh. the Series X takes this because I think Xbox is going for the throat. I think they yeah. want it. They don't. It's the whole thing where they said they're not going to be, you know, outplayed in power this time around. I definitely think they don't want to be outplayed in any way. And yeah. I think price might be the only thing that might get them hung up. Having we'll said see. that, so I'll also add in here when's the Xbox Series X launching? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch over my PS5 thing to the 13th. Coward. Now that I. You're just going to steal my answer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stealing Greg's answer. November 13th. Because I'm thinking. That the Xbox Series X is October. Ooh. My question is, what Friday of October? How early are we getting? Because my something in my balls tells me that it is October sixth, October tenth, October tenth. Oh, the Saturday. October Saturday. 
Is that a Saturday? Yeah. yeah. October 9th. <laughs> <laughs> October 9th. I could see it. They're being treated non-traditional now. So, but my thing there is I'm, I'm thinking, all right, it's launching. It's an Xbox. We got a Halo. When do we want to get that out there? And for some reason, my balls are telling me the 9th, but my heart is telling me a week after that. <laughs> That's when you think Halo Which comes would, out? Yeah. Think? Well, both. Okay, okay. So that would be the... I have the 17th there. Is that not right for a Friday? Uh, yeah, that's the 16th. The 16th, yeah. 16th is Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go October 16th for the Xbox Series X. I'm going to go even crazier than you. I'm going to say they're going to go real fucking wild. They're going to do September 17th, which Whoa. is a Thursday. Guys, look under Did- your TV. The Xbox Series X is out <laughs> now. <laughs> so that's, all, that's a Thursday, but it's also the day of Cyberpunk 2077. And they're going to launch with that game with the Xbox One Series X version. Not necessarily bundled in, but saying like, hey, it's fucking better here. We're trying to prove our point. It is better here. Play this game here. It ain't going to happen, but I love it. <laughs> I love that. Wait, hold on. What was it you said? September 16th? 17th. 17th. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You'll love to see it. I love it. I <laughs> feel like I remember the wording being holiday 2020 mm. in their reveal. I probably, they're always yeah. allowed to change their mind. Halloween's a holiday. Yeah. But September, the best holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but they also released the Gears of War in September last year, and that was insane for a lot of reasons. Like, they're, they're warming up more to the summer months than they were before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to what I was thinking. I'm going to go the 20th. So that's Friday the 20th of November. That's, gonna, that's what I'm going. Greg Miller. I was you the said. first one out the gate. What'd you say? I said PlayStation 5, November 13th. Uh-huh. Xbox Series X, November 6th. Okay, cool. How much will the PlayStation 5 cost? $500. $500. Yeah. $499.99. I think right now they're probably between a crossroads between 400 and 500 I would bet they would prefer not to take a loss, but they will if they think Microsoft is going to undercut them. So I think at the end of the day, we'll get a PS4 with for four hundred dollars, but nothing extra beyond just that console. If it were five hundred dollars, I think they would be like, it comes with three months of PS Plus or whatever. But you're saying at launch they'll have the two SKUs? No, I I don't think it'll just. I think it will be the one SKU, but I think it'll just be four hundred dollars, and that's it. Nothing, no like extra bundle yeah. PS Plus or whatever. Like, so yes, what did no, what did you take from the rumors this week about component cost or whatever? They I think they picked it at like four fifty. Yeah, four seventy. No, no, four, no, no. 450, 450 was the how much it would cost to manufacture the box. And yeah. then it was the argument of how much do you tack on there to try to make something off of it. And 470 seemed to be the going conversation. Right. I think they'll sell it at a loss, yeah. but they'll make it up on PS Plus in the initial few games. Sure. Like, I, I think. But you they, think they take it at a loss at that level at 400, or 400 is flat? Yes. Wow. It, it worked out so well for them with the PS4. But the, it described, the loss wasn't that much on the PS4, right? Yeah, because it was a weaker processor. Yeah, fairly, yeah. Ch- fairly cheap to actually put in there. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a huge loss, but I think this one, since services are such a, a much bigger deal, sure. that they're going to push PS Now and PS Plus and all that stuff and probably make it up on like two or three games. Okay. okay. Fascinating. Fascinating. Plus and I were talking about this a lot over Games Daily the last couple of yeah. weeks. But I, I feel like no matter what Xbox does, PlayStation's going at 500 They actually they said the opposite, though, right? Like a couple of weeks ago, like, we're going to look at the competition before we decide the price. Yeah, no, I think... If Xbox goes 400, I do think they'll they'll go 400, but I don't think Xbox is going to go 400. To be undercut by 100 is a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. That's why I think both of them are going to come out at 500, and then Xbox is going to have a second skew that might go under 400. But I don't think that 
second skew is gonna make PlayStation reconsider that that five hundred. Mm-hmm. I just think PlayStation understands what they have, and that is, you know, the install base of the PS4 and the games, and they're gonna have the games. They're gonna have the sequels to the games that people care about, mm-hmm. and 500 is just not out of this world for no for a new console. Mm-hmm. I just think that makes sense for hardware. I do think Jim Ryan though is the current head of our PlayStation. He, more than anyone, is very perceptive of how much high prices have hurt that brand. So during the PS3, he had to work to fix that m- image because it was killing them for most of that generation. But the thing there for me is I, I just don't think 500 is that much. 600 is, especially back yeah, then. Yeah, and for, I feel like that was also... For like what a, tech could be. It was also a competition thing. Like if 360 was also that comparative price, then I think it would have been less of an issue for PS3. Mm-hmm. I think it would have still been an issue. Like I just think that that was an outrageous price mm-hmm. for, for tech then. We have consoles right now that are $500 with the One X. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm still sticking to 400, but I think it's not because it costs 400. I think it's because that's what they think they can sell it at. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, that was what the conversation I was having on the shows this week about the price, right? Of like, if even if it is 450 to manufacture, you're like, okay, well, then what do they increase it by? And like, okay, so 470 maybe they sell. 470 mm-hmm. is such an ugly, not round number yes. that you would go up to 499.99, right? And what I think is fascinating about it is I remember. Earlier in the conversations, now granted, this is all fucking rumor mill. None of it can be traced back to anybody in true, right? But like when they're talking about, well, PlayStation's going to be less powerful than the Xbox Series X, but it'll be the cheaper that option that way. I think with these rumors, Microsoft's probably breathing a sigh of relief, and I bet that even though it costs them more, I think they're going to take the bigger loss to go down to four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I think I think both units are going to be four ninety nine. I agree. So next question is, what's the Xbox Series X cost, and is there other series? And what do they cost? Four ninety nine for the Xbox Series X. Yes. And then yes, I think there will be another unit at launch. I say four ninety nine, no other unit. I think Series X goes comes in at four ninety nine. I think there will be another unit within the first couple of months, but that will probably retail for about three hundred to three fifty. Mm-hmm. But I think right now their Xbox One X is going to be their cheaper skew. Do you think with the ones you think in you know the coming months there'll be this cheaper a series? Do you think that's announced at E three as well, or is E three just here is the Series X? This is what we're doing. I don't know because they've been really weird about it. Like they announced Series X without really saying what that means, and then they and came like, back like two days later, and like, well, that's just that's just one of the model variations. Like, yeah. What? So it's Xbox and it's Series whatever. Okay. Yeah. It, the, I, the thing is, I can't tell right now. Are they being deliberately obtuse? Dude. <laughs> You keep we keep saying series and both of our phones uh, are fucking uh, freaking was, out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes happened, sense. Yeah, that was happening earlier. Yeah, yeah I mean, PS, I love you. Like yesterday was flipping out. Available now. Podcast services everywhere. Yeah. So funny. I don't know if they're being obtuse right now on purpose or they're just not ready to talk about it. So if it like, we'll have to, honestly, E three is going to be a big reveal event for them because it'll help us know what their thinking is for the future. Yeah, of course. So I, th- I would bet they do a series X of five hundred, but then also bundle it with a year of Game Pass. Mm. And just get you stuck in that totally like, mentality. That ecosystem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're getting the Series X 500. I think we're also getting Series S at at Th- 300 or below. Wow. I don't know about out at below or, or below, but 300 sounds right. I'm 299. For me, I'm I'm still split on what the I don't know if it's gonna be called the Series S or whatever. I feel, I still feel like the SX branding is somewhat confusing that they might consider changing it to like Series. A or whatever it might be, but um, 
I'm split on whether or not it's going to be like an all digital thing or just a less powerful version of the X or both. Because mm-hmm. I feel like depending on how they scale that, they could get away with maybe like somehow lower than 300. But I'm that's kinda, my thing. I think they're gonna. I, mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm gonna go with 350 for whatever the second model might be, and I'm gonna say that yeah, it's gonna be like a. Oh. Actually, I, I, hmm, I'm trying to say whether whether or not when it, I I think it's gonna be all digital, or just less powerful. Both. I'm gonna go. I mean, if you could make it like largely xCloud dependent and then not worry about the power difference that much. Yeah, it's the streaming box, right? Yeah. yeah well, I'm not even thinking of it box. as the streaming box. I'm thinking of it as like the digital box of like you 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 put this out and you bundle it with Xbox Game Pass and you really push Xbox Game Pass is the way you're gonna interact with this thing mm-hmm. of like yeah here's this big digital library um, and like here's this console that you don't need a disc for because you have this huge library already just go at it. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. At E3, they're going to announce their, the details for the two that are going to be launch day available. Mm-hmm. Series X at 500 Series S at $100. No One, way. You're a second person. All digital, dude. Like the, if, if it's it's going to be like Chromecast. Chromecast I, and if stuff. It's an, if it's an xCloud machine, it's, I can be with right. you. What it's going to be. I think their low-cost option right now is the Xbox One. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I think that, And that's why I think you don't, even though it would be cool to have a cheaper new Xbox series, whatever you want to call it, I think their whole thing they've been going with is this Xbox ecosystem. And I think for introduction, for first blush, to get people excited for this cool, crazy box to run Halo Infinite and make it look amazing, I think you just have the one box. And then, hey, guess what, though? All of this is still playable on the Xbox you already have, or possibly in, pro- in more like not even more likely, that's rude, possibly that you never bought now you have a reason to buy it you know how good you've heard how great game pass is you've heard how cool xcloud is you now see the cool stuff we're doing that still works on that and looks worse but if you don't believe in us or you just have your xbox disconnected or you never turn it on we're making it so we're not their biggest problem with launching a new generation and not even that big of a problem but a problem they have i think is distancing themselves and not salting the earth with people who are early adopters or people adopted in general Xbox One. Mm -hmm. Because if you bought Xbox One on the promise, you were going to have all these awesome exclusives, right? PlayStation had more. That's just Mm -hmm. math right there, right? And I'm not... But so, like, I can understand people being like, I love my Xbox, but I never turn it on. So why would I buy another one? Why Why would I go out and buy this really expensive, crazy one? Now it is that idea of, like, no... The, the platforms are there, the systems are there, the games are coming, if not there at launch, go ahead and turn it on. And when you do turn it on, you start playing Halo Infinite, and you start having a great time, you start using Game Pass, hopefully you look at it and you're like, man, this is great, and it kind of looks crappy, so why not go get the new Xbox? Yeah. Why not come into that? See, I think it's the, the way that they're going to even have a shot at winning next generation is totally based on the ecosystem, totally based on all yeah. that. And it's not going to be about selling the expensive system. That is going to be the more kind of the like premium, kind the of premium luxury stuff that they want to have as an option. Yeah. But I think it is going to be like, yeah, it's playable on all the other Xboxes you have. Them. But if you aren't in this ecosystem at all, here's a $100 option to get in. Because I, I, I think the idea of Xbox One being like the lower tier option for xbox fans i feel i feel like the lowest tier option really is like having a pc and playing xbox games through that right the, the I, lowest tier option is having a phone and playing xcloud yeah that's the thing is like yeah. i don't like I, I think for them they are looking at giving people the most options as possible to get into their ecosystem and not necessarily relying on on a box which is why yeah. i think they'll be okay with releasing multiple boxes at the same time and give you reasons to you know just want to jump in right and so yeah. i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna actually go with 350 
So three forty nine ninety nine for mm-hmm. a second Xbox model, yeah. and I think it'll be announced at E three. I think Phil Spencer, who or whoever, will, will be Phil Spencer, will come out and be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, we talked about the Xbox." Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves comes out. And he's <laughs> this like, system's beautiful. You like Cyberpunk? You're you're breathtaking. Um, no, I think I think Phil Spencer comes out and is like, "Yeah, we've talked about the Xbox Series X. Here's all the details. Here's the price. Um, but we have one more thing to show you. Here's the Xbox Series S, and they show it off, and it's like, yeah, it's all digital. Um, still, you know, it's more powerful than the Xbox One. All this stuff, and they kind of they, they they pitch it in a way where it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. Um, and they end with three forty nine ninety nine. And even though, like, you know, I've been kind of I've been kind of going for the idea that. Xbox doesn't want to compete with PlayStation. This is a move to complete, compete with PlayStation in the idea that if the PS4 comes out at $500, right, you have the Xbox One X or Xbox Series X that is $500. You have the Xbox Series, quote, S that is $350. That way they can say they have the most uh, uh, powerful console, right, and also say we have the cheapest console and kind of choke them from, <laughs> from both ends yeah. in mm-hmm. that way. There, I think Microsoft is seeing the new generation, the new market as like, like, we've always perceived it as there's a box, and the box puts out images to you or whatever. It's like, box, media, out from there. Microsoft is perceiving it as media in center and then goes to all these different devices. They're basically seeing the future console market as Fortnite. Because Fortnite is one thing that exists out there and mm-hmm. beams to all these different other devices as its own existing ecosystem. So it's hard to say how that's going to work for them, but I do think that they're kind of... Like they're perceiving where the generation's going, right? Yeah. It just a, is the market ready to follow them quite down that path for right now. It's exciting times, man. Um, what will be the first party launch titles for Xbox? So we already know Halo Infinite. Will there be more? We're guessing Hellblade because they already announced that. I don't think Hellblade. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Launch. I think that'll be like twenty twenty. What year are we in? Twenty twenty one. What year is it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I wish, but I think yeah, yeah that's uh, that's that's just something they have worked. I don't on. think there'll be another big first party, first party title. Well, yeah, Fable what do you count? What do you count by big? Ooh, we Fable, yeah. A couple days ago, we were talking about that of will it be mm. launched or not? Playground. I don't right. think it's, I don't yeah. think it'll launch. Yeah. I don't. Think I think it'll, it'll be, be like maybe uh, that's another one that I, I'd probably say twenty twenty one, maybe or twenty twenty two. But what if it launched? Yeah. Hear me so, out. What if it launched? So let's think about who they give, give me the pitch on that, Greg. Halo's a launch title. <laughs> yeah. Everybody flips the fuck out. Halo and Fable. What did I say? Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Fable. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, Fable, yeah. Fable from Playground. How rad is that Is that too much, though? I, I that's almost think that's too much. Yeah, I feel like it's too, better for them like, to have that, like, plan of constant content coming, Bread right? Breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah keep with you Game Pass. Keep yeah, you yeah. subscribed. Yeah. Have yeah. we ever had a console launch with two top tier bangers from first party? Because, like, the one, I mean, as far as, Mario like... Mario 64 and Pilot Wing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I go to N- Nintendo, right? And Breath of the Wild, right, came out. But Mario Odyssey was, wasn't until, like, a, a half summer. a year later, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even for... Or October, rather. I'm trying to think of what the PS3 launch lineup is. We, like, looked all this up re- recently. But it was one of those ones Resistance where it's, like... Resistance Come on. Why? Yeah. What else did you need, <laughs> Come on, man. And, like, what? Metal Gear Solid 4 was launch window? or launch No, year? it was, like, no, two was years way, later. That was way out. When did they have trophies for the PS3? Because <laughs> they, they had trophies, like, several way years late. Yeah, through MGS4, they asked, asked, added them well post-patch. It was uh, Super Stardust and then Uncharted, which no, Uncharted was already Was way, MGS2 way out, way out. launch window PS2? It was the first year. Yeah. Year after. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I'm mixing up with. It was December. Wait, no, it wasn't. Well, I mean, it was in the first year of the system being out. But you yes. figure it launched October 26th, 2000, and then it was November 2001 that uh, yes. uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 came out. That that first theater of PS2, like, Jeez. with all that stuff. Because our first holiday was that big banger of 
Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, it was insane. Like it was an insane first year, though. It was probably the best first year I've ever seen for a console. I don't think anyone's ever like done anything quite that well since then. First year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Launch. Not so much. Um, I think it's just gonna be Halo. I think it'll be first party games, but I don't think they'll be on the level of. Halo. Or like, like, I always forget what's the, top tier. what's the one where Rice on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. What am I? Oh. That's the new Obsidian game. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah the yeah, thing yeah. they were kicking around for a while. That's that didn't announce it for X. Everything we've, they've announced for Xbox One, we can assume they're gonna be on Xbox. Yeah, Series or, X. Yeah. But in that respect, there's also what Everwild from Rare. Yeah, I I bet Rare has a new game, like a, not Everwild, like a new the kind of game you'd expect from Rare at launch. Like a banjo? Launch window, probably. But I'm saying yes. launch. launch. Launch day? Yeah. I think launch day, they're not going to want to take away from Halo. Yeah. But I any, think it also... Any disagreement? No. I, I think there'll be some third-party stuff. Like, I, I think for sure Avengers and uh, yeah. Cyberpunk will be there. I think yeah, there'll, yeah, yeah. there'll be first-party stuff, but just not the stuff we'd really think about. Like, I could see there being, like, a... Uh, like, something of the tier of, like, Rise on a Room, where it's, like, something that we're not thinking about. Maybe, like, a new title where it's, like, oh, yeah, here's a throwaway launch title. I don't want to beat down Rise on a Room too much because I know – I don't actually I don't know anything about Rise on a Room. Actually, <laughs> let me throw this out there. Uh-huh. I bet you Dead Rising 5 published on Microsoft. I thought about that, too. Dead Rising. You think so? Oh, you know what? Mm. My problem with Dead Rising 5 is – Microsoft, especially with Gears 5 having come out, in, and granted, you know, a lot of people played it or whatever, but mm. no fanfare, I feel, for it. And I know this is subjective, obviously. I feel like this has got to be the generation where they, they get, like, they have to change the image, right? They have to change the narrative here. And I feel like Dead Rising would be so back to the well. Is it going to be uh, Frank again? Is it going to, you know what I mean? Like, is it a total reboot and it's totally mm. different and it's, like, scary or whatever? Or is it still just running around the mall fucking people up? I think if you nail that game, and there's no reason to assume Capcom can't nail it now because they've yeah. been really had quite the resurgence the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. If you nail that game, it'll remind people why they love the Xbox brand in the first place. Okay. I think if they went and they did it ground up, remake, whatever you want to, or not, you know what I mean, reboot. Yeah. We're going to do something totally different, and it is going to be scarier. Not survival horror, but scarier. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have that goofy side to it but even like dead rising 4 right i remember being like i i reviewed a bunch of dead rising 4 for uh, ign but i remember when dead rising 4 was coming out i was like oh man awesome yeah and i remember getting into it and like it totally wasn't dead rising yeah it wasn't hard like like they they kind of lost such a bitch they lost the point of that series over the years of like like originally it was just a here's a roguelike that with zombies yeah or a rogue-ish kind of game with zombies and they're like well people don't like this part what if we just exchange this and focus on more wacky stuff and it just kind of became that Frankenstein creation of like, well, what game ideas. is this anymore? Yeah, it was just yeah. a bunch of ideas. And they're like, oh, it's Frank. Everybody wants Frank. So Why can't I remember tweaking, it, tweaking it Frank. a little bit to, instead of just first-party <laughs> titles, exclusive Well, titles. I do think there's going to be a first party, another first-party title, uh, Forza Motorsport 8. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That'll launch with Series X. I always West. discount Forza. Frank West, yeah. I always discount Forza. Like it. They're yeah, really I great know, games. And they Dude, sell really well. It's Horizon just, is probably my favorite exclusive on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't really think about the motorsport, um, Forza Motorsport ones, but Forza Horizon. But they always make it such a big deal. Like, here's the car that we're revealing. Yeah. For, like, yeah. It's well, a huge deal to car heads because it's like literally the first reveal of that car. Yeah. It would be like if we were watching a you know a car thing and like, also we have Forza. Like, Holy shit, they're revealing a new video game here. Yeah. I'm going to go that Halo and Forza are the two exclusives. I can see it. That Xbox has. They both complement each other and are not going to cannibalize each other. Yeah. Anything else, and though? And they need, the, need, they need it for the graphics. Are you adding Forza. your dead rising? 
I'll throw Dead Rising in there, yeah. Paul's going to like it. I'm going to throw something out there. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think there, there could be a possibility of... Uh, was it this last year that NBA Live didn't come out? That yes, because of, they canceled it. They canceled it because of whatever, right? They were well, going to go like a free-to-play kind of thing and didn't pan out, and yeah. What if they're... And this isn't going to happen, but what if like Microsoft made a deal with EA to get NBA Live exclusive to that platform? I don't know. Just throwing that out. Just throwing that. Just throwing that out. Because it would NBA piss off Two K so much they wouldn't put on the or put Two K on the Xbox. You think that would happen? Yes. That wouldn't happen. You were forgetting about the time when Sega used to make their own sports games and EA refused to put their sports games on the console. But that would just you're just cutting off money at that point as Two K. If you just if you if you got pissed and you didn't put the game out on the console. It's happened. Like there's precedent for it. Is all I'm saying. That's crazy. So I have Halo Forza. Imran has Halo Forza and Dead Rising. You have? Halo and Forza. Greg Halo has. Forza. Okay, cool. And probably some like, Do probably some like smaller tiles. I can't really predict things that I don't know that exist. Who's <laughs> the weird local cycle? Local cycle. Yeah. Oh, that was not coming back. That, that doesn't play in 2020. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's loco. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, forget. What was the game they did Jesus. before that? Uh, comic? Every- Cosmic Jumper? Something like that. The Dead Explosion Man, that's the one, Stringer, that's what yeah, of. that's what I'm thinking of. Um, where do you come down? This is, I think, I don't think it was introduced in predictions for that. But do you think of this Xbox reveal event, they show a Marvel game that's exclusive? I would want them to. Yeah, that's my. I really hope. I think they show the Initiative's game regardless of whether yeah. it's a Marvel yeah. game or God, not. I can't wait to but see what that's yeah. on it. They have to show the Initiative's do you, game. Yeah. Do you think that's just a logo? Or like no, a I think name? They, or do you think they have like have a, something? They've had a year and a half to work on it by now. So like by the time they're actually fully staffed up. So uh, I think they show like what it is. That sounds like a, a logo to me. Like a name to me. I think it'll be more than a logo. But like I don't think it's going to be anything like... It'll be like what we like, got You think like Avengers a cinematic? In the beginning. CG trailer? Was, uh, CG trailer? The game that just came out that was the shooter. The shooter the one. Outriders? Yeah, Outriders. <laughs> that's right. It'll be like that. Where that trailer, you, when we, I was like, oh, Outriders. Oh, yeah. I went and watched the original debut. I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't remember this. <laughs> just <things laughs> running around doing shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be something like that. And I think it's, uh, but I think it's in the same breath as like where uh, Senua's army or whatever. Hellblade 2, Senua's saga. Yeah, 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 where that's at, right? Where I feel like it'll be on a level of that where it's very much a glimpse of what we're doing or what we, how good it looks and this is the main character, what we're up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's Wolverine, like you said, Tim. <laughs> Woo! Um, okay. Shout out to Drew Murray for having to put up with so many tweets about that and just he, struggling. He, like, didn't <laughs> he didn't deny it. He didn't say no. I don't know if you watched the content. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just, hey, everybody's tweeting me. Why? Um, okay, same question for PS5. What will be the launch exclusive PS5 titles? Horizon One Dawn. <laughs> one Dawn. Is that what you're going with for the no, name? That's not the name, no. <laughs> it'll be Horizon First 2. First Dawn. Horizon 2. I do think it'll be Horizon. I think... Last on. Yeah, like it'll be time to. I think it's time for that sequel to be ready and ready to go. And I think with Hulse at the head of Sony Worldwide Studios, he's going to want to show his baby for the last couple of years. And I think it'll probably look amazing. I can't wait. What about you, Bless? I'm not. I'm still not sold on the idea that, like, it's going to be Horizon. Like, I'm not sold that there's going to be, like, a knockout, like, one of the one of those ones that's gonna be ready at launch. I think there has to be this gen. Does there have to be though? I think like, going up, not just, like, going up against like, Halo, like when there is this question of like losing the momentum, mm-hmm. I really think there needs to be a huge Sony game of consequence this holiday. I do think Sony also knows that their first party is their biggest asset. 
and they have to push something huge at launch to show that, yeah, no, we get it. We, you want the single-player narrative prestige games. We're going to yeah, have one of those. But I don't know if that has to come out at launch, though. Like, I feel like they could they could announce those things, right? They can announce them for launch window or, like, how long How long does launch window last? Cause it used to be a month, but now it's exploded I, like six months, seven yeah, months. Yeah, when, yeah. I, when I say yeah. I'm thinking but of, like, remember when Nintendo totally abused it for Wii U? Where they're like, it's a launch window. It was, like, a year and a half later. Yeah. They were still trying to tell us games were, like, launch yeah. window. Because when I say launch window, I mean, like, 2021 also. Um... But I, I, I think they could announce Horizon for spring 2021 and Spider-Man 2 for... 2021, 2022, maybe say 2021, then delay to 2022, right? Mm -hmm. And then just say the words God of War to you and not give us any more information. Mm -hmm. And people will get the message. And then they yeah. can just do like a, they could do like pretty much the traditional like launch lineup that is filled with fine to good games. It's I just, feel like there's going to be a title to sell the system that people are going to buy that day when people are also considering buying the Xbox Series X or the cheaper one, whatever it is. And I think that of the, the big ones, it's, not going to be Spider-Man, and it's not going to be God of War. Yeah. So I think Horizon's the only one that fits. Are we including titles we think are exclusive, not necessarily like yes. from Sony? It's just exclusive. I think Street titles. Fighter Six. Ooh, I like that. Because like so that. there's a thing with Capcom Cup this year where they said people who win this year are not necessarily guaranteed placement next year. Usually, when they say that, there's something up. So I would assume that means there's a new Street Fighter revision or a new game coming. I think they've revisioned themselves out. At yeah, point, right? they like the championship edition. They've said is probably the last one. Yeah. So right now we have Greg Horizon Two, Me Horizon Two, Imran Horizon Two, and Street Fighter Six. Mm -hmm. Blessing. Uh, man, I want to do research. I want to <laughs> say like, God, what was their name? Blue Points game. Yep. Oh, yes, yes. that's right. Oh, like, it's hard what? to say yeah. what that is. Like, you can say Blue Points game. <laughs> yeah, Blue Points game, I think, is fair. I don't I, think that'll be launch. I don't either. I, but I, I think, think it's going to be revealed. It'll be revealed, it'll be revealed, revealed at event. the event, yes, but it won't be a, a launch title. I still think it's Demon's. I think, with all my heart, it's Demon's Souls. I'm going to say... I do I'm think it's a launch title. I think launch window. Okay, but not launch day. Not launch day. Okay. Put me down for a Blue Points title also. Oh, and then... um, Resogun... That studio, Housemark. Housemark. I think yeah. Housemark's their crazy yeah. thing they've been talking about. Yeah, the thing yeah. they've been the talking Battle about. Battle Royale or something? No, they, well, they, 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 oh, they walked away from that. Okay, they yeah, put up right. a whole post of yes, like, hey, yes, the whole team's right. tra transitioned to this crazy thing we're doing with a partner for something coming up soon. I think Housemark's game is going to be there. I think they're working on a quote triple A game, right? Yeah, we still don't know how remasters are going to work, but if they do work the traditional way, I expect Last of Us and Death Stranding will be there day one. Yeah. So then, final say is here: launch day for PlayStation, Greg Horizon Two. Tim Horizon 2, Imran Horizon 2, and Street Fighter 6, Blessing, Blue Points game, and House Mark game. Sorry, I'm looking through a list of PlayStation <laughs> games right now. <laughs> Do you think that Ape Escape thing they've been teasing is this generation or next? They've been teasing an Ape Escape? They opened oh, up the okay. Twitter account and like they've been just making weird tweets from it since then. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, Those I don't apes. Know. <laughs> Let them do what they're doing. They should have also has Battle Royale 2. God, why is Games Radar so slow on mobile? <laughs> Calling you out, Games Radar. Yeah, Games Radar. Get it together. Then the next question to think about, guys. What console will outsell the other in 2020? Yeah, that's actually part of but my actual predictions. But what about 2024? So, like, okay. yeah, so I'm going to bust out one of the ones I wrote, I wrote down. Let me see where it is. Like, will it change? So, part of... I had this, I had, I had this written down as multiple part prediction, but the first part was that... At the PlayStation 5 will outsell Xbox in the beginning of the genera 
generation. However, by the end, Xbox will have caught up in terms of console sales. Caught up in what regard? Like surpassed or just be there? It's competitive. Competitive. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Like Sony has won more generations than they've lost. Like their only real missteps have been the handheld arena. I could see, unless the market changes dramatically, Sony is going to come out consistently on top. But I think it will be more competitive than people think, especially because we don't we don't know what the definition of success is for the next generation. I don't think it's going to be most units sold. Exactly. I think it's going to be like who's active users. Yeah, monthly active users are going to yeah. be a big thing. Somebody, I think somebody that said that recently, right, in an interview. I think a place. I think it was Phil. Phil Probably Phil. Because yeah. 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 he was like saying like Amazon and Google are a big company. He meant when cloud streaming, but I think it's the larger context is there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there are more things at play here than just who has the most boxes in the most houses. Right. I think it's easy to say PlayStation Five will outsell the series of Xbox. Yeah. I think that that doesn't necessarily mean that Xbox loses next generation. Yeah, I think I agree. when it comes down to what third, what are third parties making the most money on, it will be extremely competitive. I do think that PlayStation Five wins. I, I think it, it. It. I mean, again, I think yeah. This whole what is winning is going to continue to be a conversation, but I do think yeah, it's going to outsell Xbox again. Um, I don't think Xbox cares necessarily because yeah. again, what we're talking yeah. about it is about getting you to Game Pass. It is about getting you to that. I do think they make up a lot of ground in that regard. I do think their monthly active subscriber users, whatever they're going to fucking throw around, is going to be super impressive. And I do think that that leads to a really interesting question of what next next gen looks like right like what mm-hmm. what is the plan in seven years you know what i mean when, when we're at 2028 what yeah. what are we talking about seven years ago we were talking about our consoles doomed or like is anyone totally. really going to want to do game against or the video games anymore when there's netflix and now netflix is like do we really want to do stuff anymore when there's Fortnite? yeah mm-hmm. so it's a it's an open question of what next seven years will look like and what's going to be happening after that the and final question i had was will there be a next gen after this i'm gonna say yeah yeah. Yes. It'll look non-traditional. If there's even like, let me rephrase that. Will there be a PlayStation Six? Most yes. definitely. I'm more concerned. Yes. Will there be an Xbox Series X Two or whatever you want to yeah. call? Yeah. Will there be an that. Xbox 2070? No. I think there will definitely be a thing with a GPU and a processor underneath a TV. Whether that's the only way you can access those games is a totally different question. I'm going to say more there will not be a PlayStation I'm- Six. It will not be called PlayStation Six. What do you think it's going to be called? I think at that point it would just be. We're just getting away from numbers. Are we going to just call it PlayStation? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you think? And I so think, think, think at that point it is. It's it's PlayStation given into the service stuff. So yeah, I was going to say learning yeah, from point, whatever, not just the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Learning from Xbox the next gen See, I'm, and applying. I don't even think it's mistakes, I'm, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 not yeah, mistakes, yeah. just learning I'm from s- that. I'm still at the place that I don't know how that can happen unless unless we transition to a place where we're doing console streaming and then and we are stuck with the same box forever. But at a certain point, if this. If this battle continues of technology and and um, being able to make a box more powerful and then cutting off boxes at a certain point, then like I don't think you can just call something a PlayStation because ten years later, are you still going to call it a PlayStation if it can't play the PlayStation's games or if the old PlayStation can't play the new PlayStation's games? Like, does that make sense? I think it's because I mean, like with phones, right? We still have names, numbers, attached and things numbers attached to it because yeah. we have to know like at what point do things get cut off? Yeah, PlayStation. Parenthesis 2021 or whatever they call it. I think that's, I think that's just the same thing though. Yeah, but what we're doing right now. But I, I, I'm just saying this. It's not going to be six. Mm-hmm. And like PlayStation's obviously up to this point had a very mm-hmm. <laughs> rigid structure of. A I mean, that's kind of where Microsoft is going. They're transitioning that weird way of like, yeah, it's just call the Xbox. The we Xbox, have a series, yeah. whatever. Like they're just model names. That's kind of what Apple did. Of 
I remember I think thought it was so insane when they said, "Okay, last year was the iPad. This is the iPad 2013." Like, what are you doing? It should have a number. It should be like a, a, people are gonna be so confused and like no one was confused. They just bought the new thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get into some. Oh, first, I want to tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Honey. Online shopping is supposed to be easy, so why is it so hard to find coupon codes that actually work? Thanks to Honey, it doesn't have to be, and I know this very well. Me and Kevin have been using this thing for almost a decade, where all it is is an extension in your browser that you install once, and it will automatically find you the best deals on whatever it is you're shopping for. It knows, like, it checks the sites you're looking at, it finds you the deals, you click through, you just apply them, you're saving money. Kind of funny, you saved thousands of dollars using Honey. We all just installed it, in every computer we have here, never even need to think about it. It just happens automatically. It's so great. When you check out, this little box drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons, wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the internet, then you watch the prices drop. In addition to that, while it's scanning, it only takes like five seconds. You see this cute little guy dancing? I enjoy it quite a lot, but the only thing I enjoy more than that is all the money that I'm saving. Uh, Let's see. Kevin recently bought some uh, Harry Potter sheets Um, And he saved 20% thanks to Honey. Uh, Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash kinda. It could not be more easy to save money on things that you're already buying on all of your favorite websites. Over 30,000 websites. Wow. Joinhoney.com slash kinda. Next up, shout out to Quip. We've been talking about them forever, man. Quip, they make these toothbrushes. They're fantastic. They send you the toothpaste on a three-month interval every time that you need it. You don't even need to think anymore. Fresh your door. You get a fresh brush. You get a fresh battery to put in that thing. Two-minute counters. Every 30 seconds, you know when to change quadrants in your mouth to make sure you're getting a nice, even, clean. That's the thing. is When it comes to brushing your teeth, the most important thing is just good habits. And this thing definitely makes it easier to get in a good rhythm, stay in good habits. I've been doing it for a long time, and my teeth have never looked better. You can join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at $25. If you go to getquip.com slash KF right now, you'll get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash KF. That's G-E-T Q-U-I-P dot com slash K-F. Quip, the good habits company. Finally, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt, it's easy. Getting out, now that's hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully now, there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows that you are more than just your credit score. They offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. One of my best friends going through a lot of financial issues right now. Uh, he looked into Upstart. It consolidated everything, all of his problems into one problem, which made it a lot easier to solve that one problem. Uh, they went beyond the traditional credit score when assessing credit worthiness, and they rewarded him based on his education and job history in the form of a smarter rate, and they could do that for you as well. Uh, They believe you're more than just your credit score. They really believe in you as a person, a good person. Uh, You can free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. You can see why Upstart's ranked number one in the category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to Upstart.com slash kinda to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's Upstart.com slash kinda. But now... Hold on. No, no. Before you get out of the sponsor, let me go fill waters. Yeah, fill your waters. Yeah. Uh, the canary crows. The canary does crow. Oh, thank you. Do you want uh, some? I'm good. <coughs> you have a giant jug empty. Your jug's uh, empty. It's an empty jug. <laughs> it's an empty jug. I'm excited about this. I want to hear what wacky ass shit you guys can bring to the table <laughs> oh, for our for our predictions going into this to the next generation. Oh, we got Nick Scarpino. I almost said the words. 
No. Yeah, right. We'll keep this here. Are Nick, we keeping this? Hey, what's going on? What's your predictions for the next generation? <laughs> oh, my God. I think that PS5 is going to dominate, mostly because I cannot remember the name of what the Xbox <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Series X. I think the Series X is going to be... I think it's got a lot of catching up to do after this console life cycle. I think uh, Stadia, never going to be a thing. Just straight up never going to be a thing. And all I'm pinning 100% of my money on Amazon Game Studios. I think Amazon is going to take oh, yeah. it out. They're going to take it out for a drive and never bring it back. Yeah? Yeah. I'm also looking at my arms with jerkins. I have no idea. <laughs> That's as much information as I know about the video Because you started industry. saying it sounded good about Amazon, but then it sounded like you take it out back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's y'all's predictions? Tim, what do you got? PS5? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be weird. I think PS5 wins, technically, quote unquote, but I think the Xbox... It, they're playing different games now. How long yeah. is it, how long is the next console life cycle going to be? That's my question. Well, that's the thing is, I think that Xbox is going to last forever. Yeah. I think it's just keep going. Yeah. This one was supposed to be short, and this one lasted seven years. Seven's kind of the average, though, isn't it? Yeah, there, so wasn't PS2 like seven years? PS2 was 2001 to 2006, so it was yeah. even shorter. Oh, it was shorter. Yeah, or 2000 2006, but yeah, it's. This is usually like six, seven years. I feel like I know yeah. when this one first launched, people were like, "Okay, this is going to be shorter because these consoles are not as powerful or whatever." And then the Pro and Xbox One X came out and made them oh, last yeah. a bit longer. Kind of extended it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense because like the one, the 360 generation lasted way too fucking long, and everyone hated that. That like was, the, was that the one that was like seven years. That one was 2005 to 2013. Oh, it's too long. Eight years. It's too long. Thank you. Sorry, Greg. They voted. I'm taking over your place now. (laughs) I almost said the words Bloodborne 2. Yeah. It's it's for like launch. But I just don't think it's a launch game. I don't think you think think we're getting Demon Souls? I think that's the Blue Point 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 remake. So I think you let them breathe. Yeah. It's the same way as I. I Yeah. If we get Demon Souls, definitely. Yeah. Right on the show. Or did we ever leave the show? Doesn't matter. I also don't think at this PlayStation reveal event for PlayStation 5, you don't get. I don't think you even get a whisper of God of War 2. Outside of perhaps maybe our our friends at Sony with Santa Monica are still working on this. And I Mm. also don't think you get anything Spider-Man. Really, like, mm. I, I I just why play why play those like you, I think if it's five the headline is the PlayStation Five. I think and it, it is very much what is imminent right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I I feel and I get that this is you know history has never proven what I'm saying correct here. It's <laughs> like we get all hyped up of they're gonna have all this stuff. That's just not how things work. Yeah, yeah. But I think things are changing, and I think that you need to kind of sell an idea to sell the console. Yeah. Be- whereas yeah. before it was kind of like. Oh yeah, we're, at E3, games are going to be announced. We're going to play them in the fall, and this, there's like a rhythm to things. That rhythm's out the window. I think now it's, hey, here's why you need to buy a PlayStation Five. All the reasons that are coming up. It's like even though we already know that these games exist are going to exist, them telling us it, I think, really makes people go, I need to pre-order this. I might as well have it now to play all these other yeah. games coming out this like, year because like we, I'm going to play. It's like we talk about with Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3. That original reveal, it sold a vision for the future of like. Yeah. We know that this is not just going to be a PS3 thing again. Yeah. We're going to tell, tell you what the next couple of years are going to look like so you can get excited right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm convinced that if it's going to be $500 that they're going to try and sell us as hard as possible. And so I could easily see them saying the words God of War and Spider-Man. If they, ha- if they hit that price, if they somehow take it down to 400 and want to keep their cards to their chest, then I can see that also. Now it's time to get into some fun predictions. Mm-hmm. Greg? Yeah, but set us off. Halo Infinite's Metacritic is 90 or above on December 31st. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I hope so, man. They're, they're definitely trying with this one. Like, they, mm. 
they have said. <laughs> I mean, like not like they weren't trying before, but ah, fuck shit out Halo Five. Who cares? <laughs> they, they themselves have. They've been like, yeah, we know those last ones are fucked up. We're gonna really like revolutionize Halo this time. Yeah. What that means, who knows? But I, I bet they're. Have doing- they said that though, or are we just all hoping that they said that? <laughs> They've apologized a lot, and it's hard to tell which three, four, three apologies. Like the, the apology is one thing, and I know that, but it's like, have they said this is going to revolutionize Halo, or are we all just looking at it like I want to say better. Phil Spencer has used those words. Yeah, I it, I really hope, man. Mm-hmm. Imran, I think we will see a Switch Two or Switch Pro within the next two years. Just just completely speculation, mm-hmm. but like I think as the technology improves for engines to get more refined. There's only so much more overhead they have to work with in the Switch. And Nintendo themselves knows that. And they're trying to work on a thing or that will at least give third parties a bit more room to work with when porting down PS5 and Xbox Series X games. When you say Switch Pro, do you mean Switch like like a Switch 2 or like a mid-generation upgrade? I mean, it's going to be based on the architecture from the Switch. It'll still be... Because it's not like mobile technology has improved that much, mm-hmm. but it's improved enough that new NVIDIA chips have been made and new revisions of the existing Switch chips that are, exist that they can make that faster with less heat and make it work in a handheld like space, handheld shelf without having to compromise too much about the aesthetic quality of that system. So I buy that, and I think a lot of that will be due to third-party ports and wanting them to run better and stuff. What do you think that means for first-party titles? Looking back at the, the 3DS, they had the new 3DS, that there was a couple titles that were only playable there, but really there weren't many of those, and they weren't ever Mario, mm-hmm. right? Do you think with the Switch Pro, it would be? I think Breath of the Wild 2 is being made for that. Like, I think... There are definitely games that are coming for like that Nintendo themselves needs more power to work with. So like theoretically if they made a new Mario Kart. Like it would be so cool that they have this much more power to play with. And I think they themselves like, no, what if we put in more players? What if we it, like online infrastructure and netcode are also dependent on processors. So if they get better access access to those and better aspects of those, they can make better versions of those kind of things. I think for Nintendo a lot of times that we think they don't really use all the overhead they do have, but I, more power is going to be beneficial to them as well. And things like Unreal Engine 4, for example, it took until about last year for that to really start working on Switch and Fortnite started becoming a big thing on it. If you can start using those engines with their own capabilities and own trend, or own uh, talents on the Switch much more easily then you wouldn't have to rely so much on your own engines that are break apart and have those other problems that works well for them too bless hmm. <laughs> <laughs> microsoft buys don't not entertainment life is strange three is announced as an xbox exclusive it's my first prediction mm-hmm. um i have that i have this one because i think i have a few points and i, I wrote like down a whole freaking like um essay here but i'm gonna try and go through it quickly but i think if you look at the history of episodic games right i feel like those games don't necessarily turn out well from a like sales perspective yeah right you see telltale games shut down you see uh io interactive they get let go from wb games because hitman didn't work well as an episodic game and they ended up making hitman 2 and they um they put that all together as one release Mm -hmm. and release it that way they said they might go back to episodic next one and that's and i kind of hope they do because i think episodic actually worked better for that game gameplay wise but like don't nod's a good example life is strange 2 was an amazing game and nobody paid attention to it nobody paid attention to it um if you look at the history of don't nod in microsoft right like 
Life Strange 2 is on Xbox Game Pass. They came out episode by episode on Xbox Game Pass. And then also Tell Me Why, their game that's coming up uh, this year, is Xbox exclusive. And so mm-hmm. they have precedent of working with Xbox. And then uh, Xbox Game Pass, I think, would be a perfect... Like, it would benefit so well from having episodic games on there yeah. from Donut Entertainment. And so I think... I think it's a perfect storm, right? Donut is an is independent studio. I'm sure they would like the security, and Xbox is obviously like looking to buy up studios. And so I can see it being announced at E3, and then um, I don't know if they would have the Life Strange 3 trailer there, but I, I can see them announcing it at E3 of like, oh, yeah, you've seen us acquire studios. We've acquired um, uh, Ninja Theory. We've acquired this. We've acquired that. Also, we're adding one more studio to the Xbox Game Studios family, and then they bust out Donut. It's good. Yeah, actually, that's a really good prediction. I Honestly, expect expect that to happen now. Yeah, close, but no cigar <laughs> blessing. What will happen is that Don't Nod loves their independent lifestyle now. They like being out there making their games. They're still partnering up. Square's still paying the bills. They're still doing Life of Strangers. Rather doing their stuff. They're doing the new one we're talking about, right? Microsoft picks up Deck Nine. Oh, oh, they did Life is Strange before the storm. The pre- hmm. they did the prequel to Life is Strange before the storm. Yeah, and they yeah. haven't announced a new project since then, have they? Exactly. Right. Hmm. We know Clements got hired is working over there on something. I legitimately don't know. I wouldn't make a prediction if I knew anything. And Clements and I just bullshit when we talk. It's not anything about, <laughs> it's not anything, it's not anything about games. Uh, and I think the fact too, and this is very like maybe I'm, it all blows my face. I think that on top of uh, what I'm talking about. Of Deck Nine being more open to this because they're a younger studio that, that are, you know they I think they need funding more than uh, a Life is Strange developer Don't Nod needs. I think the fact that Don't Nod being in France works against them to some extent, right? Whereas these guys are in Colorado, which is closer to Seattle, which mm-hmm. is another thing of like keeping that Xbox studio on the coast tight. You have mm-hmm. everybody there to help these young bucks, right? As they're trying to learn what they're doing and get over there and whatever they're working on. I could see it. So Capcom and Marvel. Totally fucked up Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to be the end, obviously. But I do think that it will not be Marvel versus Capcom. I think it'll just be a Marvel fighting game. That'd be made cool. by yeah. Capcom. Yeah. That way Marvel, like, there's something complaints about Infinite, where, like, Marvel had such a heavy hand in it that they couldn't show in the trailers Marvel characters being beaten up by Street Fighter characters because Marvel didn't want to show that. So, it, like, they're not going to object to Marvel characters beating up Marvel characters because... That's the entire game. Yeah. So I could definitely see that happening. And I think that going into this new next phase, or next couple phases of MCU, introducing the X-Men, introducing Fantastic Four, there's a lot more synergy in Marvel than there, there has been in a decade at this point. Because uh, that game not featuring any mutants, weird as hell, mm-hmm. right? They'll obviously return for this. But yeah, full-on Marvel vs. Capcom style fighting game, but it'll just be Marvel made by Capcom. What if it's Marvel versus something else? I don't think it would be. Marvel versus Hanna Barbera? You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a strictly Marvel versus game where it's like they, they have enough characters that they're trying to use. This, like the, the movies have made even the obscure characters not obscure. Mm-hmm. So, Greg. Thinking. Oh, which one I want to pull out. We've all been so hung up on Stadia, but the real streaming race in five years is xCloud, Amazon, and I think PlayStation's in the rear doing whatever they're trying to pull together. What was Gaikai is PlayStation now, trying to get that built in people's minds as a streaming service. I think Stadia's still there, but I think it's so distant that... Or they, I, think, I think at that point, did I say five years? 
Just make mm-hmm. sure I'm on the same page. Yes. This is five years from now. This is 2025, right? It's xCloud. It's Amazon. And, a third, and I think they're neck and neck going at it really hard, right? And I think PlayStation's behind them. And then I think Stadia is further behind them. But they still exist. Still exist. And that's the thing is that I think Stadia's pulled it together in terms of like, hey, this is a thing. I don't think that YouTube integration they were showing of clicking on the thing and what your favorite stream, that never came to be, I don't think. I think at some point in these five years, they've had to cut back on programs and things to get where they need to be. But games are releasing digitally on that, well, obviously digitally, but you know what I mean? Like day and date, I guess is a better way to put it. Physical Stadia games would be a pretty funny That's thing. the future. <laughs> yeah, they're starting Stadia stops where you can come buy your physical Stadia games. <laughs> yeah, the Amazon part's interesting to me. What does that look like? They had like so many, they had so much promise for a while because they, Got a bunch of. They got Clint Hawking. They got uh, what was her name? Kim Swift from Portal. Like, they had a bunch of big names to make games for them, and then they never did anything. And yeah, this isn't them making games. This is them yeah. doing the digital Extreme. stuff. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like, they had to supply stuff for a while. They were very much into video games for a while, yep. and now seem to slowly be backing off from it. Or not slowly, but absurdly fast. Yeah, backing <laughs> off from it. <laughs> I think Remember. to append to what Greg Greg Greg, Greg just said. Uh, <laughs> there, I think Valve is going to be next in the actual streaming space, oh. but they're going to do it in such a way that like we don't have another streaming store. We just have Steam still. You buy a game, it's on your PC, it's on streaming as well. All the games you already own are also going to be streamable. Wow, power move! I think the more pie in the sky version of that is I think that only comes about when Google gives up on Stadia and sells their Stadia backbone to Valve. Oh shoot. But well, <laughs> I think Valve does it either way, but I think that's the way I most suspect it will happen. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think. I was like, how do they make that make that work? But that would be a great way to make it work. I was mm-hmm. thinking that, like, Steam and NVIDIA somehow shake hands, do, like, a gang handshake or, like, a Naruto <laughs> You see, like, Blizzard was, like, no to yeah, their no, NVIDIA no, streaming? One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Blizzard said no to NVIDIA streaming. Like, they've turned that functionality off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like... Yeah. They said yes for the beta. For the beta. For the beta. Right. Yeah. And then there was a misunderstanding... Quote unquote. But like with Valve, I like like everything on our store is just it's a thing you opt into when you when they put a game on Steam, they have to allow streaming as well. But then is that a service you pay for in addition to? I, or is it just free? I would guess. I feel like you have to pay something for that. They've done pretty much everything else free, so and plus it's a value add for them if they start getting to a, a more of a war with Epic Games Store. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we take more of a cut, but look where this cut's going. Hmm. Bless. So I had this argument on Games Daily. With Tim and mainly Barrett, actually Barrett was the main person pushing it back against it. But I've thought about it over the last few days, and now I'm I'm pretty confident in it. Grand Theft Auto V <laughs> will be re-released in some new edition for the PS5 5 and Xbox Series X, whether that's a graphical overhaul or get hype, in addition <laughs> with uh, new single-player content akin to Persona 5 Royal. I can believe that. Yeah. It's, it is, at this point, the most profitable piece of media of all time. Yes. And I think there is, it for the new consoles, they can repackage it in a certain way where they could sell just a bunch of copies. Especially if they did do single-player DLC, which I know sounds like a joke, but for them, for, for Rockstar, right, they've been making new content for that game for the last seven years. And, you know, in online, right, there are new cutscenes, new characters, new voice acted lines, new missions, new assets, uh, new vehicles, right? They have all the things that they would put into a new single player campaign. And so I think for them, if they wanted to put together like an eight hour thing where it's GTA 5, I don't know, man, like Michael's last heist or something like that, right? Package like that. Yeah. And sell it for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I think they could sell just 
a ridiculous amount of copies and make a ridiculous amount of money for something that they wouldn't actually put that much money into. I am not completely convinced that what you're describing is not GTA 6. That it's GTA Online ported forward mm. with some single-player content with a new story. That would be upsetting. <laughs> I, it that would be. be very upsetting. But, like, if you're going to follow the money, then, like, that's what you want to do is you want to make just put the money maker on the new systems and then throw in some new content here and, like... Because Hauser's gone now. Who's writing? Who, does anyone still have the drive to make a full single player game there anymore? We don't know. They could hire somebody. They could, but like, do they run the studio? <laughs> like, they point. have to have people there, right? That was the whole thing. It's like, you know, I remember when team, Christian right? Cantamesa yeah. came through either for our stuff or, yeah, it was for our stuff way yeah. back in the day. He had written Red Dead Redemption, right? Yeah. Like, it's not just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm sure people there want to do it, yeah, but yeah, Hauser yeah. was the one going, like, no, this has to be a 30 hour epic that we're writing from okay. scratch. Okay, okay, okay. Is, it, is the next GTA going to be a 30 hour epic or is it going to be single player content? that also exists alongside GTA Online. Mm. See, my thing is, and I guess this works for and against, right? They made Red Dead Redemption 2, mm -hmm. which is like an epic, which is which does have so much focus on the single player in that world and, th and those characters, right? But <laughs> Dan Hauser since then has left. Like, what's funny what happened back then? He's coming over there. Just, <laughs> those were dropping ass. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he pass gas back there? Because that's what I thought I heard. No, I was going every time oh. you were saying Red Dead Redemption. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, Kevin is never one to openly fart in the middle of his show. I heard the same thing, and I was like, stinkers is what I was saying. I mean, I don't disagree. I didn't love Red Dead Redemption 30 million units are selling stinkers, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't yeah, love yeah, those they, games, yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, they do extremely well. Yeah, like, I love GTA. Red Dead Redemption 2, I didn't I, I didn't love. But I, I, I don't think they're totally, um, like, I don't. I think I don't think they would go forward with the idea that we're putting online first, so much so that we are going to let it work to the de detriment of the single player, right? Like I agree. I mm -hmm. could I could see I could see why they would make that conclusion and be like, oh, actually, you know what? Screw single player. GTA Six is online only. I could I could see if, like in in terms of like the numbers and the 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 money coming in, why they could go that direction. But I don't think as a studio they would do that because I think that would that would then sour GTA for a lot of people. Maybe not enough that it would, you know, matter, but I yeah. feel like enough people would not like that that they would be like, oh, actually, no, let's 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 put in some work for a single player. Yeah. They got it, because that is so definitively GTA, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Tell me it's not dead. Because GTA Online. I, mean, like, I don't not think dead. it's dead. We're but I GTA could, 6. It's going to be proper. We could it's going to have a massive epic single say, player. Considering yeah. the fact that like we went from them making three expansions of GTA 4 to making zero for GTA 5. Three yeah. games a generation to DLC packs to just GTA just 5 online. to missing a... Uh, like this whole generation yeah. for a GTA... Red Dead is the only been, game. It's just been online for, uh, or for, for yeah. GTA, right? And yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the only, has been the only game. And they appended an online mode that is almost exactly like GTA Online yeah. to that. But I, th I think, I think the thing about single player for GTA though is that I think single player gets the game into people's ha people's hands. Like at least the, f I don't know if I can say that anymore though. Now I think about it, because I think it's still selling copies now. I think there will be single <laughs> yeah. player, but is it the, the question is is it the same level that people will expect from it? I that's where I think it gets iffy. I mean, I think be. the idea of Dan Houser leaving is can be kind of exciting for single player GTA because I think that can then freshen it up because. Rockstar games over the last however many years has been kind of samey in terms of honestly. I think they like they looked at America as like how do we write satire about this anymore? Yeah, that, and th that's the thing, right? Like a lot of their games are about the pursuit of happiness and like toxic masculinity mm -hmm. and like 
a lot of the same themes over and over again to the point where now, yeah, if you want to make a GTA 6 and make it like the other ones, it's like, how do you do that when... 90s baby time travel. <laughs> I mean, you could time travel and do, and do... I mean, I guess the other GTA games were in the 90s and 70s and 80s and stuff, but you could... Dude, what if we what if we had a GTA in the Cyberpunk future? Cyberpunk Grand Theft Twenty Seventy Seven. Yeah, there we there we go. So here's my thing. I'm gonna jump off your prediction, Bless. Right. Ba- also based on the things we've been talking about, mm-hmm. is I think that we will not see remasters in the next generation in the way that we did this generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you own the games on the like, PlayStation is gonna be pushing hard. Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part Two, all of that. But it will just be a there's a patch. If you have that game, you can play it yeah. on this, and it's the best place, place to play it. You can download the whatever they, the ray tracing or the, the whatever the fuck it is for each game, whether it's the 60 frames per second or 120 frames per second, or hey, we'll at least make sure we hit 30 frames yeah. per second. Whatever it is, right? It'll be the best place to play, and I think that it's going to be free. That is my assumption of why so many recent games have not why they were delayed, but in addition to the delays, they're also doing this work mm-hmm. of like going, okay, well, actually, we can now that the last one's delayed, we have time. Gen. Yeah, and I, so yeah, Cyberpunk, Avengers. I think there is just going to be Watch that, Dogs, yeah. That, that. Yeah, it's going to be very seamless going into the next. And I think that to go to your GTA example, that's not to say they won't sell GTA Five in a PS Five box, mm-hmm. but I do think that it will. You won't need to buy that if you have the PS Four version. Yeah. They okay. sell Fallout 3 in an Xbox One box. Yeah, they have the for Xbox One and uh, Xbox 360 games. Now you can buy them physically. And they'll have both the logos on there. Yeah. Which is funny. Interesting. <laughs> and we can talk about, can't wait to see what the next Xbox box looks yeah. like. It's going to be real telling. But yeah, I, I just think that the remasters are going to be part of the sell and part of the, the thing that's going to make people just want to buy the PS5 mm-hmm. or the fancier Xbox, but you're not going to need to rebuy GTA 5. To bring this back to the conversation we were having earlier about launch titles and like competing PlayStation 5 competing against Halo Infinite and Xbox One X, I think what you're saying could benefit PlayStation in a lot of ways if they don't have a horizon at launch, right? I think them marking the PS5 with uh, um, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, like I feel like them having those in the commercials could also be a big selling point for getting a PS5 at launch despite those also being PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I think you need both, though. Here's the yeah. marquee, and here's all the other reasons. Greg. Tim Schafer leaves Double Fine Productions this generation. <gasps> Whoa! Uh, yeah. I can yeah. see it. I can now, see it. question. Retiring is Retiring or? No. It's working for Stadia. I mean, I, I think I think he'll want to get back. I think, I, and I, it's a weird one. I think I do think that Xbox is doing everything right so far, it seems. I mean, in terms of how they run their first party or whatever. Yeah. But I just think that Tim's going to ship Psychonauts 2. Maybe do something else there. Maybe stay on a little bit longer. I, and I, obviously, full disclosure, we know Tim, but he is. I've not had this conversation <laughs> with Tim. I'm just fucking spitballing. And I think that at some point, whether it's Phil Spencer or something, leadership change in there or whatever, maybe they do want them to work on something. Maybe Psychonauts doesn't d- deliver in the way I don't know what anybody's expectations are for Psychonauts. Probably too. not super high. That's the thing, right? Is like I feel like there's a conversation somewhere in there that is what. Tim and Double Fine have been able to do since 2000, right? For basically 20 years. Yeah. Make, march their own beat, do their own thing, rely on their audience. I think somewhere in there, Xbox wants them to do something else too. And maybe it's not even that bad. Maybe it is that just, I mean, obviously, Tim started the company, so I'm getting bought by Microsoft. I'm sure he got quite a good payout of that, right? right. Not to mention he's Tim fucking Schaefer. I think he's just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck off and maybe take time off, but then come back and do a very small thing, do mobile games, do very small indie games. Keep going that way. Yeah, I can definitely see that. He, 
honestly, the, it always kind of was weird to me that he let Double Double Fine be bought by yeah. Microsoft because they are almost the exact opposite of what Microsoft has always stood for. Of it, it always seemed to me, Tim Schafer, he would like to make money from his games. Yeah. But the more th- the more important thing for him is that he keeps his friends employed. Yeah. And, and that's what you have yeah. to wonder. This what the, I mean. You say it's crazy that they got bought. But you have to wonder if that was part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And just the idea of like, I you know, I, I think when we talk about you know when the Kickstarter happened, right? Like that they needed that to happen. Like Double Fine as a studio, right? And so like, I f- imagine that I'm not saying they're broke by any stretch of the imagination. They publish a bunch of games. They do a bunch of great stuff. But yeah. like, there has to be that looking at the the bank account and the spreadsheets and what's going on all the time, running your office from San Francisco, which is so expensive, making games. Yeah, a nice that, office too. Exactly. Making in a great part of town, mm-hmm. making games that are art projects, right? That people are, that aren't going to speak to the mass audience that are going to speak like at some point that's got to get tiring of always being worried about like, can I pay everybody's bills? Like how long can we go? Like yeah. if this, I mean, Psychonauts was supposed to be out last year. Right. So like, and I doubt rad paid the bills for a while. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing, right? Is like, that would even be the thing too even if Tim left and didn't want to make games anymore which I sincerely doubt you know Mm -hmm. I think he'll be making games until he's dead but if if it was I think it would be more of a like I'm gonna gonna help you publish games right I'm gonna make up some kind of independent publishing label that you can come to me with your independent game and we can get going that way Mm -hmm. I I would not be surprised if at some point in the next couple of years Microsoft knocks on their door and says hey we need you guys to start making money like whatever bangers you've got make them games as a service do something long term because the idea of just throwing things against the wall. If they make money, they're great. If they don't... Like, game Pass is what complicates all this because Double sure. Fine itself seems very well suited for Game Pass. It's a question of like how long is Microsoft going to let them be that? Yeah, just that. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're misreading it. Maybe they're, Microsoft knows what they're buying and is happy with what they're doing and yeah. is never going to have this conversation with them. But I feel... And, I, and I, even saying the conversation makes it feel like Oh, they're ruining what they are. When in reality, they're just like, well, let, let us help you. What do, you know what I mean? Like this yeah. idea is not going to sell a, more than a hundred thousand copies. <laughs> like maybe we should do something different. Yeah. Give me Broken Age too. I never played the original. I should do Dude, that. I really point. liked Broken Age. Mm. Yeah, I backstart or backed it, but, but yeah. you backed it. You never played it. Never played it. Backstarted. I think we will get this generation a Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, I hope so. I would not. I, I think it's probably, if it's not in development right now, it'll probably be in development after they see RE3 sales. But, uh, like, I think they know that it's probably the hardest one to remake because it's, one, the most water, modern one. Yeah. Two, also, one of the best games of all time, period. So touching that in any way and changing it up is going to be incredibly difficult. I think they could do it. I think so, too. I think they probably want to get some of the old people, like, Talk to them and see, like, what do you think we should do? Like, they, if they're not talking to Kamiya and Mikami about this kind of game, like, I, if, whether or not hiring them or not, but like, hey, what do you think a new Resident Evil 4 looks like? Then they need to be. Mm-hmm. But I do think that game will exist. I think it's going to, they know it's going to have to blow people's minds graphically. Because Resident Evil 4 still honestly really holds up graphically. And uh, gameplay wise. Yeah. Like, you look at that game, it's like, okay, Leon's animation, like, reloading that rifle is kind of not matched today. So I think they do it, but I think they're very, very careful about it. So I don't think we see it like next year. I think we see it two to three years from now. Hmm. And I think both Sony and Microsoft are going to be like, fuck yeah, that's our thing. We're going to try and do all the marketing rights for this thing. I like it. I want it. Bless. So this is the prediction that I kind of, I said half it earlier, but I'm going to give the full thing now. Right? By the end of the generation, two things will happen. So 
PlayStation 5 will outsell Xbox in the beginning of the gen. However, at the end, Xbox will have caught up in terms of competing with active users. I've changed that from console sales now to active users because I think you guys make, make a good point. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, Xbox isn't really trying to compete in that realm. They're trying to get people in their ecosystem. So across Xbox on PC, Xbox on Series, Xbox on One X, Xbox on Switch, or whatever the feature might, might be, right? I think the Xbox ecosystem will be able to compete with the PS uh, PlayStation ecosystem in terms of active users. So that's number one. And then number two, second half, Ninja Theory will be widely regarded as Xbox's best first-party game studio. So, hmm. like, they're Naughty Dog. Yes, they're, like, wow. their premier game studio. I mean, that's what they were bought in the first place, right? Like, to be a prestige, like, narrative game studio for them. Yeah. And I think, like, when I, and I talked about this in the post-show for our Xbox iconic podcast with Ryan McCaffrey um, and Ray Narvaez. But, like, Ninja Theory is so good at being different and innovative in ways that I feel like we don't necessarily think of, right? And so we look at Hellblade and the ways in which they use that technology being like binaural audio and like um, like how what you call it FMV or whatever right in mm. order to convey this idea of you know Sanua going through psychosis and hearing voices and seeing things that aren't there and doing all this stuff right I feel like that's it's I feel like Hubbly is such an underrated game as far as like the cool things that it's doing and then when you look at the trailer for Hellblade 2, Sinua Saga, or you look at Project Mara and what they kind of talk about uh, as far as using their technology in order to do other things when it comes to mental health, right? I feel like there's a lot there that Ninja Theory is doing that is going to be uh, insane to look at. Like, by the time it's passed, and we look back and we're like, oh, oh snap, like, Ninja Theory is, is doing something different. Um, and Bleeding Edge. Um, not to hate on Bleeding Edge, but, <laughs> but I, 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 th I think Ninja Theory is going to be looked at as, like, that studio that yeah. Xbox has. I think we see that. Yeah. The next Mario Kart will be the highest selling Switch game when all is said and done. Wow. Yeah. I think we're going to get another one. Like I've been saying a lot, I do think it's going to be more of a Nintendo Kart thing, but I still think it's going to be called Mario Kart <laughs> mm -hmm. for the brand recognition. And I think that with whatever the install base of the Switch ends up being, I think that it's going to be similar to how Breath of the Wild was when the Switch first came out of everyone that has one gets one. The adoption rate is going to be insane. Yeah. Do you think the problem with that, though, is the people who go like, well, I already have Mario Kart 8. Why do I need a new one? Because I think that it's going to speak to a lot of people that already have Mario Kart 8 and haven't bought anything else on the Switch mm -hmm. and are just like, oh, well, you know what? I want to give this thing another shot. I want to like m try something different. Maybe the people that did just buy a couple games along the way, and I think that that's a, a good entry point to get back in. Mm -hmm. And like so many people that did play Mario Kart 8 uh, will just want more, you know what I mean? And want a more modern experience having seen Smash with DLC and, and all that stuff. And I yeah. think that I want some DLC. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was gonna say the challenge I think might be that, you know, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe being out from the beginning of the Switch gives it more time on it, but then also it coming out at the beginning of the Switch allows it to not really have much competition. But I like the idea of Nintendo Kart because I feel like that would sell gangbusters. Like having all the different franchises in there, yeah. similar to Smash. I yeah. think they still do a light touch with it, like like they did with Eight. Of like, okay, well here's Link, because Link is the next big thing for Nintendo. So maybe they're like, okay, here's Hamas. Mm -hmm. Here's what's another crossover game? Because like Animal Crossing and Zelda make a whole lot of sense. Donkey but like, oh no, he's already in Mario yeah. Kart. Yeah, game with a crossover appeal. Here's the thing though, like Smash. Smash is so unique in that it has the hype. It has the hype cycle. It has all that stuff that you know. For the last three versions of this game, it's like different versions of hey we're going to announce characters slowly over time or whatever but we're now at this place where we know we're getting at least six more times that anytime a nintendo direct pops up there is that question of what's the fake out like are we going to see 
what we think is one trailer and it ends up being a Smash character. Right. Nintendo must want that again. And it's like, you can do that with Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you can imagine if Mario Kart was this thing where it's like, third party characters can pop into this thing and like whatever the hell they want to do, just keep adding and adding and adding. That's so exciting to like hardcore gamers and to just randos that are just like, I love Mario Kart and you're telling me that I can, whatever character I also love, I can play there too. Love it. Let's <laughs> fucking go, baby. Greg Miller. This one breaks my heart. Ooh. I want you to know, right? Oh, no. Oh. Meaning Molecule closes down? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think they're okay. But it's uh, similar in a vein of like, you never know what's happening. There will be no PlayStation VR 2. Oh, my God. This is coming from Greg. I swear I, to God, two weeks ago, you were saying different. I like this, Greg I, Miller. I, coming I, in. As I we see. forecast and think and make your yeah. saucy predictions, right? It's just that thing of I could see it happening. I could see it not happening, I should say. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I hope it happens. Haven't they already said that they're... They said that PlayStation VR works on PlayStation 5. I want to like say they rumors. said they were going to be like, yeah, maybe it's just rumors. I think there's rumors or reports that came out this week of like them saying that PSVR is being worked on. Like PSVR 2 is being worked on. For the record. For, like yeah. after the PS5 launch. 1,000% it's being worked on right now. That yeah. I don't argue uh -huh. at all. That's not what I'm arguing. I, and I think that, and I do, I know that we've talked about it before, and what I always applaud PlayStation with, with PlayStation VR V1, right, was this conversation that with Shu at GDC, what, 2015, 2016, with us at uh, Patreon that was, this is Gen 1. This is not us launching the PlayStation 4. This is us launching the PlayStation, and we are in this for the long haul, and da-da-da-da. And I think that was true then. I think it's been true most, if not all, of the way. I think it's they're honest. That's what this was the start of. I think they're working on a PlayStation VR two unit right now, thinking that is what they're working on. But I wouldn't be surprised if because we're not we're talking about the soonest it releasing twenty twenty one. I because again my whole prediction's been get PlayStation VR or I'm sorry PlayStation five out. Get everybody's you got to worry about them paying out of their pocket that five hundred dollars right there. You can't put out at the same time, so you have to give it breathing space. And I think as we start as we continue to see this industry continue to evolve and change and get crazier and crazier. At some point, you're looking at that going like, well, it seems like the real race now isn't VR like we thought it was when we entered into this. It is streaming. So why are we now trying to split the audience and get them to go buy that when we want them just to buy this? Their PlayStation VR stuff works. The games we have in works right now will continue to work. But unless Half-Life Alex comes out and sets VR on another plane of existence, right, is what what is the return on investment on this, especially when you're right now PlayStation 4, the, the console is everywhere, right, that is setting all these records. And what is the, they know it better than we do, right? What are the actual numbers at right now of the adoption rate of PlayStation VR? I think what hurts them with PlayStation VR is at the, at the beginning, they were the lowest, our lowest entry, our lowest price entry into the VR market. Mm -hmm. you, for consumers to be able to get into VR, all you needed was a PS4 and that headset for like $200. Yep. It was not expensive. Now they're not. The Oculus Quest is a better thing to buy. Oculus Quest is a better VR unit in every way. Yeah. Period. So if they can't beat that, that is a problem for them. Exactly. That said, it also did extraordinarily well for them. Yep. So if it is a differentiator for them between that now and Now, when Xbox. you say extraordinarily well, do you mean for what they predicted, or do you mean in the grand scheme of things? In the grand scheme of things. Okay. For a VR headset, that thing is sold extremely well. Sure. But in like as between them and the Series X, Series X is never going to do their own headset. Yep. Microsoft has said, that's not our thing. Yep. We may take like Rift like things into the Phil Xbox. Spencer, yeah. right? His direct quote, and it was, I think, Gamertag Radio, right? Was the thing of like, hey, man, we hope we could have to do that one day. We hope VR is so popular one day, we have to make our own headset and worry about it. But we don't see that right now as the future, and that's not what we're worrying yeah. about. So, right now, it's a big differentiator. If you, if you do want a VR headset attached to your console, this is what's there. So, like, it'll have the power of the PS5 plus your headset. 
That's what's holding the Quest back. Because you can make that argument if you want to differentiate it between the Quest and the PSVR. You could say, like, well, these are games, but you'll never be able to improve this thing. Developers aren't going to put all their best efforts on the external GPU because there is none. Yeah. That said, I, that said again, Facebook is extremely aggressive about the Quest to the point where I think you might be right. Sony could just go, let's cut our losses. Let's just, let's put things, still put VR games out, but they only work with the old one. Yeah. Well, and that, that and I mean, even the, the again to your point, which is so eloquently put, uh, Imran, is the fact that when PlayStation launched, it was the cheapest, right? It was easy, as we always said over and over again. And as Lauren Lanning again predicted, I think that at same GDC, right? When I think Colin asked him, "Who's going to win in the VR wars?" He's like, "PlayStation VR." And we're all like, "What?" And he's like, "It's going to be cheap. It's going to be easy. Why wouldn't you want that?" <laughs> it's the idea that it was always good enough. And to your point that you've already made right here, Quest is better than good enough and even if you were to put out the higher end headset for playstation i think for so many people it would be good enough oh yeah but i hate having the tether and i hate having the watch like it's mm -hmm. night and day of, we've always talked about how the playstation vr headset how good that feels what the form factor is so comfortable right as soon as i had quest and started using quest the first time i put playstation vr back on it felt like i was putting a bucket on my head that was tied to the couch <laughs> And, it, and it's no different, but it's now that I've, I've tasted this. It's like, oh, my God, you know, I, this doesn't feel good anymore. And I think if it was, no, no, PlayStation VR 2 is here. It's still tethered, but you can do, immediately be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It well, has yeah. to be tethered. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You need a thing in there. To, like, wireless is going to make people sick. So, yeah, I could see them just rolling with the current PlayStation headset for as long as they can. And again, I don't think this isn't that I'm saying PlayStation VR is a failure. I'm not saying I like it any less. I'm not saying I don't want a PlayStation VR 2 any less. I, I want all that. All that stands true. I hope it's there. I hope we continue to get stuff. I can't wait for fucking Iron Man. But I just think that taking a step back and looking at the timeline and the fight they're about to fight, especially as early as they're about to fight it, I just don't know if that's going to be one of the real marching orders or if it's another, not, not in a success rate, but if it's another Vita in terms of like, that's a secondary front for a very specific PlayStation audience that we don't necessarily have to worry about. Yeah. yeah I think in a last-ditch effort to get the Star Wars license renewed, EA is going to put out a shitload of Star Wars games in the next couple of years. Or like a new Jedi Fallen Order, a new first-person shooter. That's the Old Republic? Well, was, yeah, I can, see them, I can see them doing a new oh, Knights of the Old Republic with Bioware. Like, and I think they will get it renewed. I think Disney just wants to see numbers. And, like, Jedi Fallen Order did really good numbers. And even at the last financial thing, uh, Andrew Wilson was like, yeah, we're, now we see the value of prestige games. Uh, they had some real fucking weird name for it. But it's like single-player <laughs> narrative games. They see the value of it now. So I think we're probably going to see a new Fallen Order. Will we get a new Episode 1 racer? I hope we get a new Episode 1 racer. <laughs> I hope we get, like, I'm sure we get... New Switch games too. I hope, like I think they'll finally break that damn down and start. Really, playing. you yeah. think they'll do a new Switch game? I don't think they'll be like. It'll be a small game. Yeah, it'll probably How be small? like those brawler type games from Phantom Menace and stuff like that. I think we'll get those. I think we'll get a new VR Should Star Wars game. Do you think it'll be Watto small? I think it'll be Watto. I think Thank they'll put the Watto game Thank on you. Switch. I was, I was teed <laughs> up and I didn't get any love. Oh, I, I totally. I blocked that extra life out of my mind. <laughs> but yeah, I think I. I think they will. Put out a bunch of new Star Wars games in the next couple of years, and then it will, Disney will be like, all right, sure, you guys have been doing fine. Here's another, another 10 years for you. Bless. Bluepoint develops Shadow of the Colossus 2. Oh, Jesus! Hmm. Yeah, Oida's not there anymore. No way in hell. I love it. I want it. There's no way. <laughs> I don't even believe it. I don't even think the remake sold well enough for them to be like, <laughs> yeah. let's go do this again. It'd be a great feather in their cap, though. Sure. A real big feather. Think about it. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, 
Last of Us Part Three, God of War, <laughs> Thor's Revenge, Shadow of the Colossus. Too. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Developed by Blue Point. The Colossus wow. Strike Back. Wow. You're bold. That's all yes. I got. And I appreciate you. I have no like backing. I have no like the only I, like the only backing I have for that is the fact that they developed the Shadow of Colossus remakes, and so they have like the assets and all that stuff, right? It sucks that Ueda like probably wouldn't be a part of it if, if Blue Point's doing it, but you know Sony owns that IP, so. What you gonna do? I wonder what, what Ueda's. Do. do you think Sony's gonna get Ueda back for a game? There, is working at a like he has a studio. Yeah, he has his own studio. Do you think it's only just be like? I don't think Let's so. pay for you to make a game for us. I don't think that's. I don't think Sony. so, but man, I I would love it. Because he seemingly did not have a good time working on the Last Guardian. No, Granted, that was ten years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that if you're working on any game for a decade, you're like, no, fuck this, I'm out. Like, yeah. So jumping off that a little bit. I have two predictions that are completely unrelated, but there is something that bridges the gap just a little bit. Look at that, everybody. That's the bridge of the Whoa! Gap. Yeah, All that's right. dirty. <laughs> I want to talk Disney. All okay. right. Our boy John Drake over there making money moves, making them big I make bad money, money moves. moves. We will see a Disney game that is as good for a Disney property. And I mean that in terms of like the game will be as good and it'll sell well, it'll be good in all the ways as Spider Man. Hmm. As in oh, okay. Spider-Man. Like, like who's a making four, it? Uh, like a, a Frozen? A, I'm not saying it Frozen. It could be a Frozen game. Mickey, it could be a Disney Mickey, Princess whoever. game. Gotcha, it could gotcha, be gotcha, Mickey. Gotcha. It could be anything. A Disney property, like a core Disney property game, and it will be as good as Spider-Man. I mean, like, they announced it. Or not didn't announce, but there were rumors of an Aladdin sequel last week. You could make a really fucking good game out of Aladdin. Like that live-action yeah. Aladdin thing. It's called Prince of Persia. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Why this not, counts. Honestly. Yeah, because Disney core. No, I'll save it for the next one. Thanks. So my other bit of that that is, like, not related but semi-kind of is, mm-hmm. in an opposite way, cool, Disney's making games. The next Kingdom Hearts, the next core Kingdom Hearts game will be legitimately good. <laughs> and I already don't believe it. I already don't believe it. <laughs> you lost me. that one wrong. For- we'll, we'll feature – it will be legitimately good because it will have a focus, and that focus will not be Disney stuff. It will be Hanna Barbera. What? <laughs> it will be Final Fantasy versus thirteen based. Did you? Did you ever get to the end of the DLC? I just watched. Oh the yeah, YouTube yeah, okay, video. yeah. No more is weirdly obsessed with that. It's game. fucking happening, guys, <laughs> and it's gonna be dope. And it's going to actually make some type of sense if you just played that game. All the Kingdom Hearts shit, all the other stuff. It's it's no, no. Mm. This is just gonna be like, yo, we're telling a cool. Cool story. It's going to be a little bit darker, and I feel like the they'll be able to nail the gameplay. It's not going to be developed over 2,000 millennia. It'll be a proper game that has a proper development cycle and a much narrow scope of story, and I think that, that all that will work to its benefit. That'll make it a good game. I kind of worry, like, Square Enix overextending themselves a little bit on Final Fantasy stuff. I think they're going to limit themselves this generation to just... The main series and the remakes. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think... I would be surprised if they do finish the remake series within a generation, but I, I think they're planning to. But I... Oh, those are will. such huge projects. I think those are the only two things you're going to focus on. Kingdom Hearts sells so well. Kingdom Hearts does sell... So, I think they'll still do Kingdom Hearts games. I just don't think it'll have more of a Final Fantasy focus. I think it'll, they'll probably do the opposite of like, we'll probably turn the dial a little bit towards Final Fantasy again because people complain so much, but it's not going to... Be back to the old days. But to be clear, I don't think it's gearing it towards Final Fantasy. I think it's taking the ideas of what Final Fantasy Versus 13 would have oh, been, yeah. and it's Kingdom Hearts characters. Okay. It is all the OCs of Kingdom Hearts 
even with even new ones, like original characters in Kingdom Hearts, and like they're gonna make their own thing. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. What right. do you think it's <laughs> called? Kingdom Hearts versus Final Fantasy. That sounds like a. No. I was actually gonna say versus thirteen. I was like, that sounds like a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts versus. Greg right this morning, Greg this morning, point. like misspoke and said Kingdom Hearts Two Point Hospital, and I was like, that sounds like a real game. Sounds yeah. like yeah. yeah. Kingdom 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 well Kingdom Fantasy, Final Hearts. Those all sound like real things that could happen. Yeah, I I, I don't think Final Fantasy at all would be involved. In no. That. Okay. Because like, be, that's it's missing the point. I'm just saying it's based on a. Final Fantasy versus 13 trailers that existed at one point. Hmm. <laughs> and I want it. Everyone, I want it bad. Greg, yeah. final yeah. prediction. Final prediction? You put this in my head. I don't want to piggyback off it. This generation, we get another Simpsons hit and run. Oh, my We're God. Back, baby. We're oh, back. Man. Liam oh, Robertson uh, the, on Twitter out there. Dr. Cupcake, I think it is. Sure. There's a lot of great journalism. A lot of like deep dives talking to developers and stuff. And what? Because I like that. Like, <laughs> Dr. Cupcake does a lot of great journalism. He does. He's dope. He's dope. And he's always getting, like, really cool inside scoops. Sure, no, on, I believe you. I believe like, you. Very obscure yeah. things are, like, is things he, that, did like. Did he know gaming? Does he do that stuff? Or am I making that used up? to, at least. He, I don't he know does some videos here and there. Yeah. Gotcha. But he, like, I saw him recently tweeting about, like, he has all this info on, like, what Simpson, Simpsons Hit and Run 2 could have been. Yeah. And also, I'm like, oh, it's so oh. interesting. And, like, that game sold so well that, like, it would have made sense. But, yeah. man, that's a bold prediction that they'd bring it back now. You think that that's more likely than a remaster? I didn't say that. I just, <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that is the rock and the hard place mm -hmm. of, is it a remake, is it a remaster, is it a new game? You know what I mean? Yeah, if they could do SpongeBob Rehydrated, they for sure can And that's my thing, right? right? Where I feel like there's definitely enough love for that, right? Outside of even just Cool Greg, mm -hmm. where people know that game. Yeah, yeah. I would for sure be excited about it. Has he has Liam talked about what he knows about Simpsons? I, I, I don't want to What's speak out of turn. Go check him out on Twitter and, and see that. Because that's I not like I know a lot about Simpsons Hit and Run too because it was the one of the guys who made the Ghostbusters game worked on that. And when we were on the panel at uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest, we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that surprising. Hey, yeah. we're going to make more Simpsons yeah. Hit and Run. We're going to drive So you, you think that regardless of whether it's remastered or not, your prediction is Simpsons I'm Hit and Run. I'm saying there will be too. a Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, I would say two. I'm oh, okay. There will be a gotcha. Simpsons hit and run game this in the next eight years. So Ball. there is on Diddy No Gaming, the YouTube channel, a month ago they uploaded a video that's called The Simpsons Hit and Run Lost Sequel Plus Fun Facts uh, Game History Secrets. That's their like that's video series. That yes. is probably Liam. Yes. Imran. I think, so Dragon Ball Z Kakarot sold really well. It has outsold Xenoverse, I think it's outsold the, or sold faster than Xenoverse 2 already, which was thus far their best-selling Dragon Ball wow. game. It's really That's wild. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> oh man! What about with fighters? Fight, fighters sold really well too. It just didn't outsell Xenoverse, as far okay. as I know. Cool. I think Bandai Namco knows they fucked up last year with how bad Jump Force was. I think they're going to get that license back, but I think they're going to combine it with the good quality fighting games Arc System Works makes. So they will make a Jump Force whatever, but a two D fighter. So we're going to have that awesome-looking 2D fighter from Arc System Works, who, as I've showed you on Twitter, they revamped their graphical technique. So now they're like doing a lot more animation tweening between Dude, the two. It lo guilty looks, Gear. It looks, <laughs> looks incredible. Yes. It looks fucking. I it just looks like insane. that's not even next gen. That's even like even the Dragon future. Ball Fighters looks insane. So I yeah. can't imagine how if you put. You hockey show in their hands, right? How good they could they make Yusuke look doing yeah. the spirit gun? <laughs> Yusuke was in Jump Force, right? He was, yeah. Okay, so like you take all the, yeah, you take all the characters, Yugi, dude. You make it like you make the face of that like Goku versus Naruto on the cover or something like that. You make it if you make that a good game, I bet it sells fucking gangbusters. Oh, this is a great idea. Jump Fighters, this oh. is a fantastic yeah. idea. It needs a better name than that though. It, 
It'll probably be that. I mean, they're not. They're not good at names. Yeah. yeah no. so, Dragon Ball yep. Fighters is called Dragon Ball. What would Fighters. you guys? What would you guys? Call, <laughs> what would you guys call if it's like oh, cool? Yeah, but Dragon Ball Fighters, I feel like that having the Z, like that, I feel they is could, it could should have been called Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and just separate the Z from the fighter. Like fighters was one word, and the Z was connected to the word fighter, and kind of ruined it. Yeah. Then True, like, no, but it's, it's close enough word. that at least we we, we get the we get Dragon Ball is. Z in yeah. there. Yes. I feel like that. Like cool. I get what this is. Whereas Xenoverse, whatever the fuck, it's like it's way too complicated. Jump Force. I feel like doesn't have that kind of brand recognition of, hey, here's a bunch of anime together, mm -hmm. at least on yeah. the level of like really, really, really hidden. What would you call it? I mean, the best name was Jump Superstar for that 3DS game. Or yeah. DS game. What's it called? Jump, Jump also, Stars Victory Versus Plus or whatever? Or are you talking yeah. about a different thing? It, that's the same game, I think. It was yeah. Jump, Jump Superstars for the first one, Not Jump Ultimate Stars man. for the second. Gotcha. But, and was that, wait, you said that was uh, DS? That was DS. Okay. And I think the console one was um, All Stars Victory Versus. Okay. Yeah. Anime, anime Superstars Battle Royale. <laughs> there was a GameCube fighter, and it sucked ass, called Don Dragon Ball One Piece Naruto, which is actually really cool. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know what I would call it, honestly, because, like, Jonah Jump just doesn't have that kind of cachet in America, so you'd have to emphasize Dragon Ball somehow. Dragon Ball versus... The world. Anime Superstars. <laughs> Dragon Ball versus Jump, actually. I Like, remember when Sonic... All-Stars Racing Transform was the name of that, even though Sonic was, like, three characters in the entire, like, 50-character roster. Yeah. I feel like you would call it Dragon something. Something that, that like... Dragon Wars. Has this... Dragon Wars... Something dumb like that, <laughs> right? Like, something that has, like, the Dragon Ball-y-ness in it, but mm -hmm. you, you, you don't have to say that it's Dragon Ball. You just call it Dragon Warrior... No, there is a Dragon Warrior, isn't there? It was the mm. English name of Dragon Quest for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So you can't call it that, but something along the lines of that. Hell yeah. Bless your last one. All right, I'm between. I have three here, and I'm in between all of them. Uh, okay, well, that's not gonna happen. Let's get over that one. I mean, last I, garbage that no, one. I, I'm kind of curious what's the one that's not gonna happen. All right, the one that's not gonna happen is pretty specific, but I do. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say the one that's not gonna happen. Naughty Dog's next new IP after The Last of Us will be a Mission Impossible style or inspired espionage heist adventure that keeps the spirit of the big budget high action set pieces of Uncharted but mixes that with an intricate engaging narrative, third person action gameplay and a new main character that will, that will act as a new face of PlayStation. I'd like to see it. Fuck. Dude, I would... <laughs> yes! Dude, I would, I would love, love to see just like the game version of Ghost Protocol, honestly. Yes. I feel, like Naughty, I feel like Naughty Dog would be the studio that could pull that off yeah. better yeah, than anybody else. One. And that's a great way to take Uncharted, but... Do it again in a, in a fresh, different way. And you think way. about every time wow. you played Uncharted and the stealth missions you would do there, right? Yeah. Whether it be yeah. it was, I had this idea while playing Lost Legacy where I got to the part where you, I think you first meet like the big villain in the game, and I was just like, he's a Mission Impossible villain. Like he has like the attitude, the swagger, the presence of a Mission Impossible villain. Then I started thinking about it more and more, and I was like, all the Uncharted mechanics are just Mission Impossible <laughs> mechanics that could work in a Mission Impossible game. Dude. And they have the ensemble cast there. They have Naughty Dog has all the skills of a studio that can make an, a Mission Impossible game. I and I'll love now I want this. Yeah, no, yeah. and I'll love for them to make their own like, you know, original Mission Impossible esque story, heist, whatever you want to call it. What would you what thing. would you call it? Oh, oh man. Agent. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like the ultimate mic drop. Siphon yeah. The same, the same logo oh, and everything. Because Agent oh, was a oh. place. Oh, Rockstar. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Exclusive, yeah. But it was a, it was a PlayStation exclusive made by Rockstar. Yeah. So they probably couldn't get that. Rockstar probably has some. I mean, they've the been around. the trademark. You can do whatever the fuck you want right now. Well, if you're a PlayStation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then just give yeah. it, give it to Naughty Dog. 
just reveal agent. That'd be sick. Jack Trenton comes on. He's like, I fucking told you. Guys. <laughs> you don't want to listen, but here it is. Next up, Bioshock Vita. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Levine, come on up here and tell us about that little device right. you love. That was the one that's not going to happen. That, so, yeah, that yeah. was like my dream one. The one that I that I think has a chance of happening. That I don't know. If, like I put the I put the chances on it not happening, but I think it has a chance of happening. If that makes sense. Um, a version of Dreams comes packed in with every PS5, which allows players so, yeah. to play any creation made in Dreams. However, in order to create Dreams, you have to buy the full experience. That that would be a good idea, actually. Yeah, I was always wondering how they monetize that. That's not bad. Yeah, I think that's the way to do. It, is you allow people to experience it, but then people go like, "Oh snap! Like I want to make stuff. I want to be a creator." Are you locking them out of like Art Stream too, or is that that up for grabs? That's up for grabs. Yeah. Okay. So anything that's made playable in Dreams, you can play. So okay. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you feel the other way would make more sense? Like it's free, free play. to create. And I, th- I, and we've talked about this at length, right? Of how to do this, and I hope it's a pack and all these things. The problem with that is that the knock against dreams for people is I don't, well, I don't want to create anything. I don't want to create anything. Yeah. Want, and so, like, if you put the create tools, I think people won't even click on it. Whereas if it's just like free gaming, you know what I mean? You're done with whatever you actually want to play, but you're not ready for bed. You're like, I'll jump in and see what it is. What is it? You know what I mean? Like, what? And you get to jump, you start dream surfing through really cool shit. Hopefully, it goes the inspiration of like. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Dream surfing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's dream surfing, there's dream shaping. But I, I, I love the idea, or not even love the idea, but I think there is the idea that with dreams you're kind of buying two things right you're buying a creation tool and also like you're buying the ability to play dreams Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't want to do half of that a lot of people don't want to create and so i think that kind of cuts the value in half for a lot of people going in to where if you if you're able to just play dreams straight up or buy like a version of dreams that you can play i feel like a lot more people would be into that or at least be into the idea of trying it out if it's just playing them right if you don't have to feel like you have to create i think that idea works well if you have like kind of help wanted ads on games like hey i i have needed voice actor for this yep. mm-hmm. or hey are you a 3d modeler or are you someone that can help with dreams and then people will be like yeah i, I really like to actually help with that so you have to buy the version to go help them make that game hmm. i can see it um uh, mine's not a fun one but kind of funny is close in, in, the, <laughs> in, the, in the same way that like this generation microtransactions and trying to figure all that stuff out and like if anyone that like fucked it up was just destroyed on the internet i think that next gen starting this year cross-platform play is going to be expected from every sure. major yeah. third party mm. and that if any major game were to launch without it it's going to be just lambasted sure and like totally destroyed to a way that might ruin the game's launch. Yeah, like an Epic Game Store exclusive kind of deal where fans are just like, how dare you do yeah. this? Like, what are the big... Doom... We don't know if Doom has it. I, I'm assuming it does not. Because, like, Doom has Probably multiplayer. Not. Doom and has so, multiplayer, sorry, but it's not like clear, a I think game. I'm talking about from fall on. Okay, yeah, but I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, the big games that are announced Like, is now. the precedent already, like, starting to like, go that way? Who does not have it? And it's like, Doom does not have it. Mar- Avengers doesn't have it. Resident Evil 3 has that multiplayer mode that I imagine Resistance? doesn't have it. Yeah. yeah. Capcom hasn't done any cross-platform stuff yet. So, yeah, nothing. I'm like, talking UB. I'm talking yeah, Call of Duty. I imagine yeah, like the big right. multiplayer games. Yeah, and then starting 2021, I think it'll be all of them, like yeah, every yeah. single game. It's weird too, because like if you're Sony and you're paying money to Activision for Call of Duty and the marketing rights and all that stuff, do you subtly discourage them from doing cross-platform play? Like, hey, if you just lock this off, like then all people who only own PlayStation have to buy it. But or do you just go like, well, this is the way the world is now, so there's nothing we can do. Like, did Modern Warfare have the marketing rights, or like, did PlayStation had the, market. had the mar- yes. marketing rights because Modern Warfare was, did it right? Yeah, they were the first. That was, they were like probably the biggest one, hundred percent. Aside nice. from like Fortnite, if you want to count that, like, oh, well, that's a great point. I'm yeah, old. yeah. 
So it doesn't get bigger than all right. Oh yeah, the fucking world. Right, 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 right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Our bets and predictions for the next generation of video games start soon. You know, it'll start sooner. The, the post, post show. show. Stay tuned for that, Patreon supporters. How about that? Till next week. I love you. <laughs>